All right. It is basically day one of E3 2014. Uh, we just had our immense Tuesday, and uh, we had a lot of stuff going on today. It's crazy when you got four people. Like, you can cover so many things. So with me is, of course, Josh Langford. Hello. Farting around with his phone. Trying to tell Rob, sorry, we're, we left the yeah we left the Bethesda party and we're we're recording. <laughs> we, we had to work, and the thing is, I told him that I, we're not going to be up very late, which we stayed out later than I thought we were. But uh, we're trying to hook up with the Game Crashers guys, and it just isn't going very well. No, and I feel J- bad. I want to do something with them. The moments before Glenn hit record, I got a text saying, "Where's the Bethesda party?" Anyway, <laughs> we can still tell him. Although we didn't do anything about getting him on the list, and I don't think Tracy's going to be going to be picking up yeah. her phone for texts. <laughs> Tracy was doing pretty good. Uh, so, also with me, Emra. What's up, everybody? What's up? And of course, Michael, aka the first motherfucking MJC. Hi, guy. How's it going? So uh, you folks might hear the air conditioning in the background. Uh, Sorry, but it's effing warm and humid. I've been sweating my balls off all day. So I made the executive decision that the air conditioning will remain on. It's just going to happen. So, wow, we did a lot today. And this is even our, this was like our light day, I think. Kind of. So let's just get right into it. Uh, Or do we have anything else we need to talk about first? Is there anything like the... Nin- I didn't watch the Nintendo thing. Anything happen with that? No, just saw the Pac-Man is in Smash Brothers. That was yeah. And the figurines are official. And then the writer said, quote, Star Fox was leaked by time. But we don't know if that means Star Fox and Smash Brothers or a new Star Fox game, which... Why wouldn't they show that for E3? So I don't think that's what it is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. yeah. And the Nintendo booth is basically 85% Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. They have Bayonetta 2 on one system. Yeah, it was kind of it was weird walking through Nintendo and just seeing Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers, Smash Brothers, Brothers everywhere. Brothers. Big screen Smash Brothers. Yep. Yeah. Stadium rented Smash Brothers. Like God. Oh, and and even this morning, so Mike and Emra walked over to our SOE appointment from their motel, and Josh and I drove over to the convention center and parked, and we walked by the Nokia Theater. Now, if you're a Smash Brothers fan, you'll know that that's where they were having that huge Smash Brothers tournament. Holy balls. Like, the line went from the front door of the Nokia Theater. And this isn't like some AMC theater. This is a humongous theater that they do, like, concerts and everything in. The line went from the front of that all the way to the back and around over by the freaking JW Marriott. And now Josh is just aimlessly walking around the room. Like, uh... Like, trying to explore the space? Like Gary Busey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just wandering. No. Fine, Gary Busey. I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for the address of the hotel. <laughs> oh shit. Our hotel? Game crashers are gonna live up to their name and fucking crash the podcast. It's uh I told him Howard Johnson, he said on our way. Uh, just tell him Howard Johnson Koreatown. We're in K Town, yo. Well if I'd have known that, we might have to stop the recording. Oh, I don't have six cables. We don't have to stop that. We well, might have to edit. Boys. Do you have any crazy groupie fans that would love the information that you're at boys. this hotel now? We That's, all we need. Share. That's all we need. Everybody's showing up here. Do a scream so you know the spike where to cut. <laughs> <laughs> What's the safe word? Fidelio, Fidelio. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the Nintendo news. Wait, and the hotel know. Glenn and Josh are staying at. Are you seriously? Are you drunk? Because you're just acting up like crazy today. He has right. not eaten food today. Well, he had he had a few drinks at Sony. A pineapple and a couple drinks. Yeah. And an Oreo. I had a bagel. 
Mm-hmm. Just, couple couple of pieces of pineapple. We're at two different parties with yeah, really good food. Although the Sony stuff is still kind of small, but it was good. And Josh is like, no, I don't need it. Nope, nope. We go to Bethesda with these awesome sliders and everything else. Nope, nothing. Nope. Fat burger. Fat burger. I wasn't all that yeah. interested. Just because you're not interested doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> yeah. Push it all the way in. It might just have to. Okay, if it clips, it's fine. All right. Talk a little bit more so I can make sure I can actually hear Hello. you. Hello. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> see, I see it right there. Wow. And I'm not editing this, by the way. <laughs> God. We're all punchy, I think. It's been a long-ass day. So <laughs> part of it. <laughs> uh, so today, uh, E3 actually started at noon Pacific time, but we had an early uh, appointment already with uh, Sony Online Entertainment at 9 in the morning. So we walked up to the hotel for that, and we got to see... Well, we were going to see two games. We saw three. Uh, but myself and Michael... Or no. No, it was Yeah, me, me and you. Uh, got to play Planetside 2 on freaking PS4. He always confuses us, Michael. No, yeah, it's I, very easy. Like It same. took me a second. I remember him sitting at the other system. And then Josh and Emra went and saw H1Z1, yep. which right now is only coming out for PC officially. So why don't you tell us about H1Z1 so that Bitman can just get his masturbation out of the way. You dick. <laughs> well, I got big Oreo in my mouth. Double stuff. <laughs> stuff that double. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> Alright, give me a minute here. <clears throat> so H one Z one I was there too, I'll talk like about Daisy. it. So he's ready. You start. Alright, so yeah, kinda like Daisy, it's an open world Isn't Daisy survival. Open world? Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. Oh I thought you meant it was like a difference or something. No, no, no. Okay. Um open world zombie. Survival horror yeah, type game. Fucking love zombies. Um, what I related it to most closely was kind of like, don't starve, except it wasn't cartoony or comic bookish or yeah. off the wall. Yeah, yeah. There it's, was. It's very realistic looking. A lot of crafting in there too. Um, Ooh, can you make wicker baskets? Uh, maybe they yeah. didn't. We didn't see that. Mm. Um, <laughs> and you didn't ask wicker baskets for your first question. The, the thing is, the thing Instead is, of a when backpack. You, when you appear in the world you have a flashlight and an axe and that's it nice you got nothing else and you have to survive somehow you have to find food and water you if you if you find a bottle and you rush down to the river and you have to literally go down to the river or stream or lake or somewhere and get water if you drink it without purifying it You'll get sick. You get the poops. You'll well. Mm-hmm. You'll lose uh, health. And okay. So you need to sterilize the water. So you need to boil it. They're they're like dead serious on making this hardcore. It seemed like that because you guys were talking, and we'll get it to it later, obviously. But the uh, because it's free to play. Yep. But you know, obviously, the free to play games always have some kind of a revenue angle. Yeah. And you were telling us about that, and I'm like, well, "How the, that makes no sense!" Like yeah. in terms of a revenue stream, it makes no sense. So. Well, yeah, the, for for free to play, they you can buy stuff, but you cannot buy any survival items. Yeah, nothing that would help you survive. No food, no wood, no water, no weapons, gummy no, bears, nothing. All you can buy is uh, customizations for clothing. Yeah. And for vehicles. It's just crazy. And vehicles are rare. <laughs> that's the whole thing. 
vehicles. Well, rare. what kind of Guns customizations for those? Rare. What, what kind of customizations for web or for vehicles though? Are, can you? Is it like like paint? It's so it's <laughs> like just that kind of it's, stuff. Yeah. Wow. So it's all the cosmetic stuff, and you can't like yeah, buy a buzz saw for the no. right door or anything. No. Wow. What about building stuff? So no, I mean, it's nothing. it's really because wow. that's survival stuff. You yeah. cannot. You can't have any. You can't buy anything. But that makes sense that because if it's a world that's you know post-apocalyptic or whatever. Currency is not going to mean anything. Yeah. So that's really cool that they're doing that. It is. It is. They're going to make money on it, though. I just don't get it. Well, Planetside 2 is completely free to play. Yeah. Well, and he said the CFO. (laughs) We did an interview with him. He's like, the CFO is usually not happy with us. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're they're making money off it, but I think it's freaking fantastic. And what I saw of it, it has a full physics engine in it. Yeah. it's very realistic. Uh, it's persistent servers. Yeah. Um, so when you log off, when you go to sleep, you have to find a place to pretty much hide yourself. Wow. <laughs> um, they were talking about camouflage in the bushes <laughs> and, like, camouflaging yourself in the bushes. So you don't know. The other thing is the servers can have hundreds of people on them. Sure. So – you're in the woods and you decide to chop down a tree to get some firewood. Well, somebody across the ravine is going to see that tree fall. And they're going to know you're there. They're going to know you're there, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. They may come to help you. They may come to fuck you over. Yeah, and then eat you like a cannibal. So uh, there are animals in the <laughs> game as well. There are wolves, bears. <laughs> dire wolves? Be. <laughs> I heard they're like regular wolves, but they're dire. <laughs> he was he was talking about <laughs> how you could be sitting up on top of something, watching like a wolf chasing a or a, a zombie chasing a, a wolf chasing a zombie chasing a deer. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so there's like he said, you know, the circle of life. There's like a circle of death, <laughs> a circle of undeath. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it. It just looks so awesome, and nice. I, this is a game I really want to see come to the PS4. Yeah, I mean, it's something it I will. really could get into because come on, even Greg Miller agreed with me today. That's coming to PS4. <laughs> it's it's very hardcore in a way, and uh, they were they were talking about um, they're tweaking the servers so that you can have like a a really hardcore server where. You know, every last little thing counts. And then a slightly more casual server where you could log off and you're safe. When you log back on, you're okay. It's got permadeath too, right? Permadeath, yes. And (laughs) when you die, uh, when you come back into the world, uh, your dead body is now a zombie running around with your backpack (laughs) and all your shit on. (laughs) That's crazy. And he said, you know... I. He was talking about the the customizations to the hats and stuff. If you buy customizations, when you respawn, you get your customization back, but it's at a lower um, uh, level, whatever it is. Because, like, your hat could be, like, a good hat that can protect your head with, like... From the sun? Five hit points or whatever. (laughs) It comes back and it's lower. Lower durability, I think, is what he said. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... uh, (laughs) I was laughing. I said, so I could find the zombie that has your cool-ass hat, kill that zombie, and I could be wearing your cool-ass hat. And then you run into me, and you're like, motherfucker, you got my hat. (laughs) (laughs) Get my hat. (laughs) You know? So 
the the idea it's starting off with 64 square kilometers. Mm, that's and a lot of kilometers. And it's rural. So it's all like slightly mountainous, uh, foresty, that kind of area. He said the way it's built, they can seamlessly add new terrain and they eventually want to build it out to the entire United States. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually they'll get into cities, they'll get into much more, you know, bigger places and detailed places and but they want to make it that big. You know, if the game takes off and lasts that long, yeah. They want to nice. What do you think, Em? I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Would you play it? No, we no, didn't play neither it. of us played it. He, he's no, no, I said, would he play it? Oh. oh, would I play it? Hmm. Maybe for like a couple of days. Yeah. But I would get like, you know, two or three days in with all kinds of stuff that I crafted. Then you'd and get then hungry. I would die. And I would say, shit, I don't want to do all that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like it could be really tough, but <clears throat> it's the type of game I, I would just. Yeah, I would. I would never play that game. I've been, it's impressive, but I've, you know they've been live streaming a lot, and I watched a couple of them because Bitman is just so freaking jizzing himself over this game. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. So I go and watch it, and I'm like, really, this is terrible for me at least. I just, but it's getting a lot of buzz. I mean, Christ, you watch one of those streams, and the viewership is just insane. Mm. Yeah, there's. He, he was saying there are a lot of hardcore players, oh, yeah. and and the more realistic they make it, and the harder they make it, the more people love it. Yeah, because my life's not hard enough. I got to go make <laughs> it more difficult in the in the cyber world. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then, uh, Planet Side Two. People wanted to make sure that we saw that game when we came here. Uh, what did you think, Mike? Um, I, it was really impressive. Like with most of the FPS MMOs, like. Both of us were impressed that it it felt great as it felt a, like shooter. a shooter. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to stress. I, I, I want to stress that enough. I did that in the impression. It felt right. Like it felt like a shooter. Uh, the, the world that they're building with the the battles all over the map, stuff like that. Yeah, it's the mag game we were promised. Yeah, it was funny that you and I were kind of on the same page with that. Yeah, because I brought that up in the interview too. Um, yeah, I, I did a video interview with the creative director, so we'll have that up when we get back because there's no way I can upload it from here. But, yeah, but just the fact that there's there's no lobby to get into. It's just there's the world. Yeah, you drop you uh, pod drop like Starhawk. Uh, yeah. it looked like you can just pod drop anywhere, and you can well for, yes for and like no. in the battle battle lines. No, the pod drops are if uh, if a ship dropped you off. Okay. Um, the regular uh, the regular spawn is just you spawn the, at, the, the one of your at bases, the rally point. Yeah. 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 But yeah, there was so there was like a, a an airship flying over, and they were dropping off pods. Yeah, uh, what did they say? Six different classes. Yeah, six different classes. Uh, customizable weapons. I yeah. mean, obviously, it's it's already on PC, and you can it's free to play. You can grab it right now. But the thing about the PS4 version is they want to make sure that the controls feel right with the, with the DualShock Four, that the UI actually works. They're using some of the touchpad already, you know that sort of thing. But everything we saw UI wise is is in flux, so it might not yeah. even be near what we saw before. But I, I completely agree with you. I mean, the one thing that really stood out to me was it was a shooter first, and they, and they they preached that quite a bit when yeah. we were talking to them. But it did. It felt like a first person shooter. It didn't have that weird 
lag when you when you shot at somebody and you hit them. It didn't have that weird laggy feel to it. It was it felt like a shooter. Yeah. Like uh, the guy even said, he's like, "We know how to make MMOs, so yeah. we're focusing on the shooting first and foremost." And they they have enough confidence. They this isn't their first MMO. They'll get that in later. I was yeah. a little disappointed there was not enough UI stuff because that has been always a problem with any of these MMOs coming over yeah. to consoles. But what they had there actually worked. I, I liked just the basic simple. for in-game thing. Yeah. Like, you can put all the crazy stat stuff in the main menu. Yeah. But just having, like, the simple UI that they had already there, I was happy with that. But I, I want to see how they build in the rest of that. Yeah, and... and uh, I, you know, once you asked, like, oh, here's your shield, here's this, it made a lot of sense. I, uh, It was kind of funny because I asked them if they were going to support mouse and keyboard. They don't know yet. They went, you know, want well, to get the controls down. But uh, it's going to be on its own dedicated servers on PlayStation, so they're not going to – they're not planning right now on cross-play because of update differences. I think they'll probably get it to work, though, because that's why, you know, we see it on War Thunder now. We see it on some other games. Um the other thing that was pretty interesting was that we were actually playing PC players. Yeah, they just said they had PS4 and PC people yeah. at their home studio. And I, we were kicking their asses. Yeah, I didn't get to play the game as much as you because the developer on the other system was holding out a vendetta for someone named Strawberry. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Strawberry kept killing everybody, so we went after yeah, him. Yeah, so he was just like determined to kill him. And at awesome. a certain point, I'm just like, can I get on this? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah I forgot. And like, I the controller. It's like, okay, yeah. No, I had a blast with it. I, I, didn't, I, w- I wouldn't have stopped, actually. I, I was really getting into it. So it didn't, I mean, I always compare it to Dust 514. And Dust, I was really excited for it when we saw it. That's how long ago it was. Josh was at E3 that time. <laughs> um, I was really excited for that game, and it never really panned out for me. It just yeah. didn't feel right ever. And Dust had the great promise of, like, I always wanted to get into Eve. Yeah. But I, it's fucking crazy. So it, it, that was going to be my gateway, but the shooting didn't feel right. It's clunky. And the UI yeah. was awful. Yeah. So this one, it, I'm really excited for. Uh, they're looking to release in 2014. Yeah. Let's and, hope. And they said beta within coming months or news on that. Yeah, and, and we're probably going to be doing some stuff with the beta for that. So uh, we're going to keep in touch with these guys. But uh, it's it was a great time. I mean, really glad we got that out of the way early, too. Like, it was cool to just go up there and, and check it out in, the, in that suite and not have to deal with the crowds for uh, right away. Uh, what's the other game you guys saw, though? That, it was a pretty interesting thing you were talking about. Uh, Landmark. I don't know if Emra wants to... Um, landmark. So it was like, I guess it was kind of like a Minecraft type of game. Hey, you were saying that, but it wasn't blocky. Um, no, it wasn't. It didn't look like that. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of like a a more fleshed out 3D world. Um, I think Emmer's going into a food coma. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in a euphoric state right now. Jesus, man. Um, so. So satisfied looking right now. <laughs> you are. You're just like, ah. So um, there was a lot of crafting elements in that game as well. Okay. Um, I think that was kind of like the theme. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're about to pass out. Yeah. yeah um, no fair because we're all tired. All right. Yeah, I'm still the one with the least amount of sleep. So, uh, yeah. That'll change tonight, I guarantee you. Bullshit it will. Uh, <laughs> God. Yeah. I, you gotta do this right. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna regret it when I like pass out on the plane and they like have to carry me out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, what was this called again? Landmark. Yeah, landmark. landmark. Um, so basically, it's Minecraft, but it's uh, 
it's people. You're not like some little blocky character. You're not limited to uh, blocks. You can actually shape them into whatever you want. That's cool. Yeah, uh, they're currently at a super early stage right now. Uh, and it's what, what's cool right now with the people that they slowly let in. Uh, they let them build a landmark, and the best ones will make it in uh, a... Huh? Yeah, and so the best ones will make it in the final game and will be the landmark for each world that they create. Is it just a bunch of cocks right now? Uh, no, uh, they only showed an elephant, but that was only one world. An elephant with a big cock? I, I, you know what? He Most didn't likely. show us the front of the elephant. It was just the back view, so it's possible. <laughs> Come on, it's the internet. It's got to be all about cocks. Yeah. <laughs> Look how, I remember vividly when they showed off the Wii U and that you could have that drawing thing, and right away we're like, oh, who's going to draw the first cock? Oh, God. All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, and then we had, I had a rush over. So where were you first, Josh? Bandai Namco. Oh, we got to hear about this awesomeness. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. now, now, mind you, last year when I went to Namco Bandai, and it was early on Tuesday as well, uh, they showed those two free-to-play games. So it was like the free Tekken and the free Ridge Racer. Like Driftopia or something like that. Well, they had an unannounced <laughs> title. Based Unannounced, on a yeah, popular okay. anime series. Oh God! And I sat there going, "Please be Ghost in the Shell." <laughs> right. I was hoping please, for Attack on Titan or something. Please suddenly get like a really cool. If IP. it was Ghost in the Shell, we would have heard about it. Please get a really cool IP. Yeah, it was Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse is what it was. Is it um, like? Is it like Dragon Ball Z, but Xenoverse instead of Z? Or is it like... X-E-N-O-V-E-R-S-E. Oh, Fancy. Uh, so, it's for the PS4, Xbox One, PS3, 360. And uh, N-Gage. No. Uh, Dimps Digital Innovator is doing it. And they're the ones that did the really cool Dragon Ball Z, Budokai 1 and 2. and. Dimps is also working on that... Uh, that Vita game we played, Freedom War. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they were involved with that one, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're the guys that did the good Dragon Ball Z games, apparently. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not a Dragon Ball Z player. <laughs> I'm just going with what I've heard. <laughs> Josh um, is looking up reviews. At the, at yeah, the... you just confused the shit out of me by saying good Dragon Ball Z games. Oh, <laughs> there was a good one on the SNES. It was a fighting game. Well, they've added uh, some futuristic new city and some new fighter that they're keeping under wraps for now. Did the fighter have a new hat? Uh, no, he had new hair. Oh, okay. So um, negative Goku? What I will say, though, I, because I have played, I did play one on the PS2, uh, which I thought looked good. You yeah. know, because, I mean, it's animation and you can draw stuff out like that on the PS2. It looks a thousand times better. It looks freaking amazing. Okay. Uh, so if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, you're going to love the way it looks. It yeah. really, really looks good. Um, really great lighting. Really cool particle effects. Uh, it's using Havoc Engine and Yibis? Yibis? Something like that? What? Yibis 2. I couldn't understand what that was. It's some other engine. Uh, I don't know. It's apparently really good. Um, Josh Lang for dropping the science. Yeah, I didn't get to look that up. Because I, I was like, what the fuck? Um, Yeezus? Did Kanye do the soundtrack? No. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Jeebus. The other thing, the... Thank you, baby Jeebus. <laughs> all the animation, it's it's all real time, like even during the battle. So when you punch a guy, 
and they do the slow motion or the stop, at, you know, yeah, yeah, the stop right in the middle of the punch. It's like a different face almost every time because he's eh. okay. <laughs> he's getting hit, and you can see the they do that quick stop as as you get that big hit in, and and everything ripples and no, it's just they they're they're real time animation in there, so it's oh, not, okay. there are no canned scenes in there basically. Mm. Um, at least that's what they're going for. Uh, they said uh, they've set it up so that it's much more accessible. Um, so that you can know, so that it's very easy to just jump in and you can control the attacks. Um, the attacks have been made easier. The control has been made easier, but they've also layered in all kinds of combos. Okay. Um, that you can just kind of drop on the, top of that. The natural cheese ones or the pretzel ones or the, uh, seven layer dip. So there are all kinds of new combos laid on top of it, so you can do all different patterns, and there's a lot more depth to the game. Um, there's stage destruction, which actually looked pretty oh, that's badass. Cool. Um, all kinds of special moves, uh, the real-time transformations of the characters and stuff like that. Sure. Um, it looks it looks really good. You know, nice. I, I, I would assume it's going to play pretty good because... It's a developer that has a pretty good track record with the series, but um, you know, I'm not a, I'm not big into this game, so I'm maybe yeah, not it's necessarily tough to judge, the one, yeah. yeah, to to tell you what I saw looked pretty good. So, cool. Uh, I played Tales of Hearts R on the Vita <laughs> for a little bit. Oh, is that another of the Tales series or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's... It's Tails. It's Tails. <laughs> it's a lot of fighting. Uh, that's, that's like, what I played was a bunch of fighting stuff. Okay. Um, I I was enjoying it. I, you know, I'm not big into the Tails series. Um, Tales of Zillia 2 on the PS3, mm-hmm. which looked really good. Yeah, I walked by that today. It looked really... Because they have it at the booth, obviously. Which I, I loved when you saw it. Like, what the fuck? All the stuff the Namco Bandai is right here. Yeah. Um, so I played that for a little bit. Again, more fighting and everything. Yeah. Um, the the story actually looked kind of interesting uh, because I got to see a bunch of the story while I was sitting there. Cool. Um, that's coming out in August. Uh, Grid Autosport for the PS3, which will be out in a couple of weeks. Is that the new grid? Yes. Okay. Um, that's grid. You know, yeah. Handles really well. Uh, looks good. Plays well. You probably should have asked for a review copy. Uh, I can. I have his card. Okay, because Namco Bandai is really tough to see. Well, I can talk to the guy. That'll have to go right to uh, Raj, though, I'm sure. I'm going to go back to the booth anyway, because there's oh, a new yeah. Pac-Man game that I saw... Right before I, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so I have to go back and see that. And then there was another quirky, weird Vita game that I didn't get to play. Okay. Uh, I don't even remember the name of it. But I saw it was, it's a crazy title. Hmm. And it looked really odd. So I need to go back and play that. Uh, I played Lords of the Fallen for the PS4. I don't know what that one is. Neither do I. I played it for about five minutes. I played it and I have no idea what it is. I need to talk to somebody about that when I go back because it it looks like a Dark Souls, Demon Souls type thing, but 
I don't know. <laughs> I, I was watching. There was a girl there playing it before me, and it's this big fantasy character in this tight enclosed space fighting off another character, and she was doing pretty well for a while there, and eventually got killed. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll try this. And I got dropped right in at the same spot, and I did the exact same thing. Wow. I fought, and I killed off maybe two characters, and they got my ass kicked, and I was done. And I was like, okay. That sounds awesome. It's It looks pretty oh, demon like, soulsy. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the whole thing. Uh, and MotoGP14 for the PS4, PS3, and Vita. God. Which is coming September... Of this year, okay, um, yeah, yeah. It's MotoGP. It's MotoGP. It's it's motorcycle racing. Um, you know, looks good. Plays good. What can oh. I tell you? All right. I need to. I need to go back to the booth and and play some more of the stuff. And well, you're not doing that tomorrow. Well, yeah. When I get five minutes, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Josh and I have completely full schedules tomorrow. But um, yeah, the 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 stuff I saw, it all actually looked good. Uh, it played pretty well. Cool. Uh, the tails stuff, I I I can tell you, tails fans will be happy. Cool. With both those games, uh, they're both good. From what I the the little bit that I saw. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. And then. Uh, Michael, what'd you do? You you like roamed around until you went to. Where, what was your first thing today? Was it two K? Yeah, I had an hour to myself to roam around. Yeah, so what'd you yeah. do? I told you guys yesterday I was going to play the greatest game of all time, Kingdom Hearts two. Oh, so I God. did that. It was right when I came in the door. So did you go to the Sony booth and do that? No, or? the Square Enix booth. Right as soon as oh, you went okay. in the hall, there was like eight stations, Kingdom Hearts. Was it awesome? Oh, it was so beautiful, so beautiful. I got the I got to touch it and I got the. Isn't. So that's like an HD remake of two, right? Yeah, two. Uh, Birth by Sleep for the PSP. Dude, there's no way that was very good. If they did, they start you at the beginning because that beginning of that game is no, awful. no. They they put you at one of the best levels. They put you at the Nightmare Before Christmas level. Yeah, but they take you. What they don't remember or remind you of is the fact that like the first two hours of that game is terrible. Oh fuck you! It's the greatest game that's of all what, time. It is not that yeah, opening. Is. Is, <laughs> even when people paid for me to play that at Extra Life, everybody on the chat's like, "Oh, this game's awful." You shouldn't. Have, you shouldn't have made him play it at the first hour. You should have let him start ahead. I. I it's shit. I care less. What it's then. shit. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, Facebook group. You see what I have to put up with? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure the Facebook group. There are enough people there that they will start some threads to tell you why Kingdom Hearts Two is one of the greatest no, games of all time. They're all fucking. Crazy. They won't. They're lazy. I tried to get them to do that with another thing, and they all went fuck. Oh, what? NHL <laughs> hockey. We're talking about Kingdom Hearts fans, though. <laughs> They're, we're all crazy. We'll just hear from VGEVO, Sigma Omega. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got to mess around with that, except uh, I had an appointment coming up, and the dude in front of me, him and his friend, were trying to find all the little hidden stuff, even though it was <sighs> a 10-minute demo. And he kept like going over to the guy next to him, like, oh, there's a treasure chest behind that tree. Go, go get it. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go get it. And then they would just like Christ. try and like hump every... like invisible wall to see if they can get by and i'm just like looking at my time so i couldn't even finish the 10 minute demo because by the time i got it i had like a you couple- should have pulled up a picture of uh like jessica chobot on your phone and shown it to him and just like, to distract totally distracted him. him yeah 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 so i, I 
was able to get some time in there, but I had to wait in line for them. But a ten minute demo took them about twenty minutes, and I'm just like motherfuckers. Yeah, but I, at least I got, I got a good like seven minutes of the ten minute demo. Ooh, seven minutes yeah. of heaven. Yeah, so I got to see the greatest game. So God. game of the show. Whatever. Yeah. All right, and then Emma and I went and just had a mess of a time with Warner Brothers. Right. Real God man's fighting game. Not like that Smash Brothers shit. Yeah. So Warner Brothers this year decided that they're going to have a couple little playable things at the booth, but nothing major. But for the big games like Batman and, uh-oh, does that mean the Game Crashers are here? Yes, they are. God damn it. Somebody's got to go get them. What do you mean go get them? But they're downstairs. They don't know what room we're in. 401 or 410. Are. Just tell them. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell them to come to the... Eighth floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's how numbers work. God damn right? it. Um, so you scream for it. So they had these theaters set up for all the games in Warner Brothers. And then if you had a had an appointment, you got a little speed pass. So it was like a little sticker they put on the back of your badge. But then like we, we finally find that out. We go over to the, the, the thing for Mortal Kombat. And the girl's like, well, who told you to come over here? And we're like, I don't know. The lady at the PR thing. I need her name. I'm like, what? Where, where the shit is this coming from? So Emma goes back, gets her name, comes back over, and he tells her. And she's like, okay, well, here's your stickers. So you get a speed pass or whatever, so you get to go to the front of the line. So we go, we finally get into Mortal Kombat, and it's the first demo of the day, and it's Ed fucking Boone. Yeah, he's there, man. And then he, I, like, I photobombed him. Remember, he took that picture. Right, right. So I loved it. I thought it was awesome, but I'm not the... Nether realm fighting game guy here, so that that's like Emery. Look at him; he's smiling. He woke up. It's like right. he. It's yeah. like he just had a fat burger. So, <laughs> how does this differ from Dive Kick? Oh my God! There's more than a one button. Two buttons for starters. No, dude. It's yeah. Deep. Yeah. That is a fighting game. So, uh, it looked like they showed us the character select screen, and it looked like there was 24 characters. Most of them were blanked out. Yeah. You could see six of them. Yeah. Uh, Scorpion, Sub Zero. And then four never-before-seen characters. So we had Cassie Cage. Um, and Boone told us that was Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade's daughter. Um, but we didn't get any information after Love that. that series. Right. Um, there was Devora. That was the half-insect, half-human bee lady. Yep. That we saw at the Sony press conference. Um, there was Kotal Khan. We didn't really get any time No, we with didn't him. Even see him used, did we? No. And then there was uh, Ferator, the brute with the midget on his back. It's not a midget. It's a, what? It's, a dwarf. it's a little girl. Girl, 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 girl. That's what I meant. I even turned around like, midget, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, wait. What What was the title of that game? Mortal, oh, and Ed Boon <laughs> yes. confirmed it, so I was right. Uh, Mortal Kombat X. X. So then it's not Metal 10. Gear Solid V. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! Oh hey. shit! Look who it is. The game crashers oh, are here. Say, living say up hi. to their name. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> hey, buddy, Boris from Game Crashers. Hey, this is your pal, Dark Side Rob, playing the hits from the seventies, eighties, nineties, and E three. I want to hear some Bay City Rollers just to piss Josh off. Did you go for the super deluxe? Because this doesn't even look like a hundred. I know. This, this, is we nice. got the, this room is, this? This this is immense. This? This, this is sweet. It is. This room's immense. I'm like, tell this guy, this is a crack den in K-Town. And then I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. Hold on. We've stayed here for like four years. It's awesome. But this is the biggest room we've ever had. The best crack. 
It, it, well, and uh, we were our, you know why? our hotel you know is why? the best crack. They, they mix in some meth. Yeah. Have a seat on the bed or something. Who wants to lie next to me? Come here and cuddle. Come here and cuddle, Boris. Oh. Yes. Oh, so we get a picture of this. Yes. We're so fucking tired. <laughs> like, oh, man. So this is your fucking schedule? There's no, that's today. There's no white space. Sorry, no, that's man. what we did today. Tomorrow's even worse. Look at this. Look at tomorrow. People are listening to this, by the way, and they're bored off their ass. He's Look not going to edit it, wait, apparently. Wait, wait, wait. Stay right there with him. Yeah. Tomorrow's ridiculous. All right. Stay right there with him. What? Yeah, so then he can move and I don't have to stare at this the entire oh, podcast. Yeah. This, this is getting all manly. This is getting grody on a level that people on the internet probably know all about. Lovely. <laughs> mm, should I stroke my non-beer? Ooh. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, all right. All right. Locks going down his chin. Hold on. So we got to get, get back on track here. This is going to go forever. I got to edit this son of a bitch still. So... Where did we, where did you leave off? We're talking about Mortal Kombat X. Yes. Okay. Kombat X. Mortal Kombat X. That and Metal Gear Solid V. Yeah, we're good. Uh, Xiest Mortal Kombat. In yes, fact. that it was. Um, what did we talk about? Characters, right? We're talking about the characters. Oh, six uh, of talking them. about the variations. Talking about the storyline. Ah, variations. That's the most important thing about Immortal Kombat. Actually, there is a storyline. Every character, uh, when they get into the battle, re- recognize who the other character is, and they actually uh, converse. Here's the thing. It looked like, and I didn't play it, but it just looked like Infamous with, or excuse me, uh, Injustice with the uh, Mortal Kombat characters. No, it's, it's, an, it's definitely an evolution. <laughs> right. uh, because the, like, the last Mortal Kombat and even Injustice, you could kind of vary, vary how your character would play by the different stance he had. Okay. So now they have three distinct variations that you select before you get into the match. Boris, mm. how do you become that person at E3? At E3, no doubt, that, that goes, well, I didn't play this game, but just from what I saw, it's well, usually terrible. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I could, <laughs> I could do really well in Fox News, though. Well, usually it's if you wear a gray blazer to E3. <laughs> like a, Which was the uniform that Game Crash like had. Like a fuck. Both of us. Well, I have the black vest also, so Wait, that makes the, me more elitist. More importantly, pretty sharp. I'm sorry, Glenn, your blazer looks very much like a PS Nation t-shirt. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's... well. A, a .org shirt. That's how I roll. <laughs> but I like the shirt. Didn't you get the .com already? <laughs> it's the Trophies Yo shirt. I like the shirt. <laughs> but, really? But yeah, did like you guys get into that fancy party with your jeans on? Oh, you went yeah, to Twitch? No, it was just no hoodies, no sandals. That's not what which the email is, said. Which is amazing yeah, because said, a friend of mine had shoes brought for him and he <laughs> stashed his sandals behind a flower pot. Like outside. <laughs> in the hopes that they'll be out there me, when he gets just, back let out Let me there. just say this. They were way more difficult about it at the, like, the, the, the PAX, PAX East 2013. They were way more tough about it. And you're talking about people who are outside in the fucking freezing cold, too. It's just like, this one... It's something about L.A. too. It's like if you if you just walk up with enough, you know, just to use to use the word chutzpah, swagger, <laughs> swagger is a really. Good, you know, it only took five minutes for you to get all Jewy with us. Hey, that's, <laughs> I had to spend Jewy the whole show. It does. We work, you know, we work in circles, but they're just. I don't know where I'm going. Wait, with that. work? Anyway. You don't work. <laughs> No, we just own uh, everything, you piece of shit. Yeah, racism at its finest. <laughs> I want your bag of gold. It's casual racism. <laughs> that's the gold. term we coined. We own the trademark. If you use it, you oh, that's the best. Leprechauns, anyway. 
Jesus. All right, what were we talking I'm about? Confused about who track. were being racist. In Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yes. Game. It looks great. Next. Stances. Right. Very good. Variations. Yes. Variations. Right. So. Oh, don't mess with with Emran. It's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> don't fuck around. And he's food with. drunk like right Emran now, so. Food. Don't mess with him. <laughs> oh, my God. You ate so much food at Bethesda. Food-eating motherfucker. <laughs> it's worth it, too. Um, Can I disavow my presence in this podcast? Because I feel <laughs> God. No, here's something else. That I'm I, never going to be able to release this. <laughs> a reaction I literally I had with Rob, I said... I feel like the violence has gotten to a point where it's no longer so over the top that it's hilarious because that's what the charm of kind of the early games were. Well, what do you think? That Connor? trailer disturbed the fuck out. It's of even worse. It's even worse. So we got to see the fatality. They cut it off. They wouldn't show it. They didn't show the whole fatality. They they actually cut it off in the trailer and we saw it. Oh, what? So he slices his face off and then Sub Zero hits the ground and then his brain starts to leak out of his face. No, no, not just that though. Like. The, the face is you know how Nathan Drake's face looked in that Uncharted 4 yeah. thing it was like that detailed and it just slid Skin off sliding. holy shit it slid right then, down what the fuck then you and got then, the back of his tongue is doing this yeah his tongue uh, is sticking out of the open open hole and it's like yeah. flickering and, and twitching oh so, okay so I gotta ask which demographic is the face melted tongue hanging out of the mouth 16 uh, year old girls it'd be and, and Emra and Emra that's right is that yeah. really? How are you not in PR? <laughs> <laughs> Please, yeah. Tell somebody so I can get a job. We can market this shit to everybody. God. Oh, my Lord. Okay. You got Mortal Kombat all wrong. Oh, but here, but let's be, let's be honest for a second. Like, I, I really like the Mortal Kombat series. I'm very particular when it comes to my fighting, fighting games because I've been a big fan of the Street Fighter series for ages and ages and ages. But I'm not against the fatality system. I think it's one of the cool things that sets... That series apart from yeah. every other fighting game. And also, the fighting mechanics, I love the Injustice stuff that they built upon the game. Because Injustice moved that whole... Well, it's all the environmentals. And also, but it also looks like the... Here, I'll take that for a second so you don't have to hold that. It also <laughs> looks to me, and again, maybe I have to play it to find out more, but it feels like the Injustice <laughs> fight system is has been adapted to this part it's, of the game. It's an evolution, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's great. But at some point, if even... An, I'm a guy who, when it comes to video game violence, I draw the line between movie violence and video game violence because video game violence does very little for me because, hey, this is all fairy tale characters. Nobody in this is actually getting hurt. There is no real person involved in this. As opposed to the mass slaughter that happens in film. But movies, <laughs> celebrities are dying. It's different. <laughs> it's different. When there's a real person standing in that frame and you doctor it up, it's still a real person underneath that. There is somebody standing there going, you like, you talk to any actor who's played a death scene. Multiple times. Now you yes. know that's ridiculous and shut the fuck up. Hey, dude. Still, I mean, how about when the Death Star got destroyed? Right? All those stormtroopers that died on the Death Star. I mean, Seriously. God. That, but that Mortal Kombat X shit doesn't make you just a little bit uncomfortable. Like, it, a it was bit. eerie today when we saw that yeah. face it's, one. That was freaky. Says the man who just a... laid in bed with Glenn. <laughs> what yeah. makes you uncomfortable? Well, <laughs> that you makes don't know everybody the kickbacks he's given. That makes everybody comfortable. And that's really all that matters. <laughs> There's always benefits when you lie in bed with me. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, but here, here's my take on a little bit. Uh-huh. I, I thought it was impressive as all hell. I've been talking about it all day. But at the same time, it worries me personally a little bit because it, it, it seems to me that it's getting a little bit too complex for me. You know what I mean? Where you're going right. to have to. You have three variations for each character. We thought, what, like yeah. 24, we think? 
24, yeah. So and that's... Three variations on each one. But it's insane. They're going to be mostly the same character with just a couple of different abilities. But it's enough to have to learn all that shit. So you have, uh, like, Scorpion has a, a variation where he's summoning a bunch of demons. He's yeah. wearing this, like, Michael Kors skull on his hip. Yep. And he is calling things from hell. But then when you pick a different variation of Scorpion, he has double swords on his back. He doesn't have the summon power anymore, but he right. has, like, some sword moves but then he's still going to have all the same specials probably same projectiles just a couple of different um moves going on there right so and then we walked out we were supposed to go see mordor and shadow mordor and uh batman but the speed pass line for batman was actually almost as long as the regular line for yeah <laughs> wait is that like the disney speed it's, pass it's, it's exactly like the like di- that? Like no they put a little sticker goes, oh, yeah hey glenn welcome to the fun time <laughs> Um, sorry. What's this about you not wanting to wear the ring? <laughs> I know we're late to the party here, but can I just get a quick rundown of the stuff you've already talked about? Just okay, so I know if not I much. Just, just okay. Uh, Planet Side, make... Side Two H One Z One, Landmark, Landmark, Namco Bandai, Dragon Ball Z. So you missed our Dragon Ball D, uh, Z discussion. Oh, yeah. good. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no missed it. <laughs> I wouldn't I, say I I've been no, missing it, Bob. I have no anime EP to grind, so it's fine. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, I can't wait for the show notes where it's going to say Kingdom Hearts 2 and then like a 30-minute block of Mortal Kombat X. Like, this is the great <laughs> Well, that's jump. the great thing. I'm not, Can- doing, I'm not doing the list the on way these should because be. there's no fucking way I'm taking that much time to edit this You podcast. should just say Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts and Mortal Kombat X nope, talk I'm not back doing to any back. Of that shit. Kingdom Hearts is a natural segue into Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Because all of the fanboys of that series are going, Where's my Kingdom Hearts? Three. No, because playing Kingdom Hearts is just about as brutal as a fatality in Marvel. You're a oh. terrible, terrible person. Fuck. <laughs> and half your listener base is just going to hunt you down. Eh, fuck I'm going to quit writing for the website. <laughs> eh, fuck them. <laughs> I'm just going to put See, the most errors in my writing now. <laughs> you had one game to play. Fuck them. Yeah, I'm tired. Uh, so, Warner, did you, get, did you even do, see anything else at Warner? Or just walk? Nope, I couldn't do anything after that. It was time for the order. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So you went and saw the order with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a hands-off demo. Uh, it was basically a lengthier version of what we saw at the Sony press conference. Uh, got a lot more into the Lycans. He was actually, it was kind of cool because he was showing us that, well, let me backtrack a little bit. It seemed to me that when you're watching it, uh, the Lycans coming at him and he's shooting him, and it seemed to me like, well, it doesn't really matter if you shoot him or not. You're just going to get caught by him. So the next segment happens. So he actually didn't shoot him, and he got killed instantly. <laughs> yeah. But the cool thing was, it actually reminded me of Dragon's Lair, where if you waited nice. a little bit too long, all of a sudden, boom, like this really brutal death. Yeah. yeah. So he was showing us that stuff. And what, what, I mean, what did you think? Because we saw a lot more this time. Yeah. I mean, it was the same kind of demo, but he slowed it down a lot, and he was doing a lot of kind of like camera shifting they showed us the different rooms showing us the dust the all the st- all the detail that was in the um laboratories and all the weird stuff in that hospital that was going on the room um, that uh somebody smeared poop all over it oh yeah <laughs> so i did think that it was a little bit disappointing that like in each spot the death scene was kind of like the same exact death scene I thought maybe well, but were, it was one little part of the game. Yeah, if you were dying in the same spot, maybe more than once, that you would get killed differently. I thought that would have been cool. Yeah, but it's not done. So, have they made it any clearer through any of these 
demos or any of these, like the, the these hands off demos. What exactly the context of these these order members are? Yeah, it's basically it's basically a re- reimagining of the Knights of the Round Table, so Arthurian nice. legend. Well, that's cool, that's but cool. but not in the context of gameplay. Only in the context of story, they've clarified that for story. Uh, but what they wanted to do is they wanted to drop that uh, mythology into 1886. Got it. And they're also using the stuff with the lichens and, you know, the werewolves. Um, and I even brought up, like, it, it kind of reminded me specifically of how they handled Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Hmm. So cool. it was that kind of thing where it's kind of, this, you know, the alternate universe, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But, you know, you've got Galahad, you've got Percival, you've got, um, I don't remember the other two. Uh, Lancelot is one of them, and then I don't remember the the, the other one, but... It's it's basically they're the knights of the round table, but it's in 1886. Now I really like the idea of just having Lycan's werewolf in in games, but I feel like the last one I heard was was legendary. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I still have the bad taste of that in my mouth. No, I think this is gonna be handled really well, and they're actually doing different types of Lycans. So they haven't said what they're gonna be or anything, but they're actually gonna be stronger ones. There's gonna be ones with certain powers, that sort of nice. thing. So it's awesome. kinda of cool because they're kinda of using this pseudo steampunk world as well. So they have radios. It's eighteen eighty six and they have radios. Huh. Uh there's also this whole mythology of the weapons that they use are weapons that never existed in eighteen eighty six, but every weapon is made with parts that were available in eighteen eighty six. So the look of them is very authentic, but like one of the gun. I get to play the game later, and you have this gun where basically you fire off this this kind of thermite flare, and then you sh- with your secondary fire, and then you fire at it and and basically make it explode. So it kind of it's like sloppy weapons, but it's something that could have possibly existed in that time. But the science, it's it's so weird. Does it, it feel like, like, I guess my concern with the Order 1886 is that I keep seeing it and going like, this is an amazing concept. Is this gameplay going to be anything that's compelling or I think anything so. that's different? No, I really do think so because... Because that's, that's, okay, like, that's my big problem with E3 this year. Yeah. And actually most E3s is that, this is sort of our approach to E3 this year, is that we're looking for those things that are different. Like this is different to... enough, though, because it's not like a regular shooter where you can just okay. get behind cover and shoot a guy. Because I was, I wasn't thinking right when I first started using that that thir- So basically, the demo I played picks up exactly where the first demo that we got back in February okay. left off, where he finds sure. finds this thermite gun that the rebels have, and they don't know why they have it. So he right. has this thermite gun, and. Um, like I said, it's not like you can't just sit there and, and shoot the the primary fire as bullets because these phosphorus shells are what sets off the flare, uh, the thermite flare that you fire at somebody. So you actually have to fire this thermite at a guy and it sticks to him and he starts freaking out and everybody else runs away from him because they know that he's going to blow up possibly. Nice. Uh, and the AI actually reads all that. So then you pop back up and you fire off these these, I think it's like, plasma or uh, phosphor or something but you fire that off and it makes it go off and all of a sudden there's this huge explosion hmm, nice so it, it's a different weapons it's, it's different gunplay sometimes i mean there's also a scene where in, in the in the playable demo where a guy gets shot and he's down and you actually go grab him and try to pull him into cover or into safety mm-hmm. but 
the mechanic of it is you're not actually controlling him, pulling him away. That's all taken care of automatically by the game, so you can do the gun gunplay. So these guys are coming out, and you have a pistol, and you're actually popping them with the pistol. But your accuracy sucks, too, because they're very rudimentary weapons. That It's not like the weapons you get in a regular shooter. Of course not. So the other thing that they're doing with the gameplay that's, that's I think, pretty unique is it's contextual at certain points when you're in a battle. So if you get into a, a spot where you get knocked on the floor and you have to do like a melee or you have to do any type of hand-to-hand combat, you might have knocked into a table at one point and a knife fell off. Or, and you know, I'm not saying that this is always going to be random, but it depends on what happens in the scene before it. Contextually, uh, like what will be available to you. So you can grab that knife or you can grab... Something over here, something over there, but it's not always going to be there every time, depending on how you played the game earlier on, in, in like the, the the preceding scene. So they're doing some really interesting stuff with it, and and there's so this. They actually had you playing a story segment. Did I play a story segment today? Because the demo we saw was story stuff when they went yeah. to the hospital, and and it looks like there's some experiments being being done, and that's where the lichens are coming from. They think um, the demo I played today was more. Just gameplay. But I've seen enough of it to kind of know what's going on. So another one of the things with that thermite gun that you have is there was this humongous, like, I don't know if it was like a furnace or something that was blocking his way. So he actually took the ammo pack off of the gun and put it onto the metal, and then you fire, you actually fire a thermite thing at it, and it ignites it, and essentially just melts the entire thing away because thermite is so hot. So he just melts the thing away to get up. Ammo clip as like a secondary. Yeah, it was really weird. That's actually really smart. That's not something that I've seen many games do. Yeah, so it's really funny, like how much they've researched weaponry and. But I remember they showed us in February, like they they said point blank, these guns would never exist. Right. But every part is something they they researched and they built these guns out of parts that existed. Like one of the one like of the they had the know how they could yeah like one of the yet. one of the knights has one where it's got like an arc electricity arc on it, but it's made from parts that like um, uh, I can't think of his name Tesla, Tesla like yeah like parts that Tesla built. Well, if somebody was going to build some fucking crazy weapon, it'd be Tesla. It'd be Tesla. Yeah. Like Absolutely. I mean, we learned that from Command and Conquer. Let's go. That's true. That's true. Let's go. So anyway, I mean, I you know I've written about the order before, and and we we definitely want to get Emmer's take on that one, we'll and uh, it, it it is I think I think it's just going to be a fantastic game, and I'm glad I got delayed. It sounds like they needed to cook some things a little bit more, but um, our friend Ariel, who's done the show before, is actually working on that game, so hopefully we'll get some more info on the it. The other big selling point was you know no transition between gameplay and cutscene. Yeah, which it's was for real. seamless. Yep. Absolutely seamless. You, you don't even know tell. what you're watching until like the um, the angle changes to like a point where you can't really play. Yeah. That's the only way you know it's a movie. Well, does it cease to be gameplay if it becomes like I mean, if you can't tell when it goes from gameplay <clears throat> to cutscene, it's still cutscene. No, like, is it all in engine. Like, the, is it all being? It's all in rend- engine. It's all being rendered no, in it, real time. It, it, yep, it was confirmed to me today that it, it is all in engine. It's all being done at the same time, and they're making it a point to say that. The stuff that you don't control is a very small piece of the puzzle. 
but they just want to make it cinematic. Genius. I mean, everything I, needs to be your hills and valleys to have a moment of yeah. respite in between these intense sequences. I, I really wanted to ask today, like, who on the team went to film school? Yeah. I'm not kidding. They're, they, they talk all the time about cinematography and, and a lot of different film vernacular compared to games. Well, that I mean, I think that's been something that's been going on for years. I don't know if that's necessarily something that the order is getting writer than any other thing. I mean, I'd say writer? The Uncharted Games. Nice job. It's late. Go fuck off. Just jump You guys are making my life miserable. For this I'm just E3 clip. <laughs> I'm, I'd I'm say a writer. Uncharted games have been nailing that yes. kind of thing for years. But and, at the same time, you know, that's always been a video. And we'll keep video... it to Sony because I know if we go somewhere else, you cry. But it's okay. <laughs> there are other... <laughs> Tomb Raider. This is an abusive relationship. Tomb... No, Tomb, Tomb Raider does the same thing. It's Tomb very Ra- seamless. The, la- the last Tomb Raider game is one of the most it's cinematic. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that game's gorgeous. But the, yeah, thing about, the thing about on the on PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 level was when you had these transitions between gameplay and, and uh, cutscene, it was usually a video clip. Now, the video was rendered with the, the game engine, like an Uncharted. But sometimes but it was a video because they were shit. loading yeah, shit. Yeah, no, the they background. look compressed as hell. They don't yeah. look like... They're, I, personally, for me, I don't care if a game is something that's pre-rendered as long as it doesn't break the yeah. illusion between gameplay and cutscene. And there are games that do that great where you come out of the action and it goes into cutscene and... Whether it's pre-rendered or not, it looks seamless. Yeah, that is more important to me than it being like this is all. In. Like, I mean, we're getting to the point where you could do everything in engine. Like, there will oh, be yeah. a point where you don't need well, especially on this next gen to sell story yeah. anymore. They actually but, told us today that they don't even have a video player. There is no video deep. player in the game, so that's there's yeah, so it's all in engine. I I am hoping that we reach a point where when demos come to E3, they won't be showing us videos. Well, that's, <sighs> that's a I mean, whole because that's podcast. teasing the mood essentially. That's yeah. what those were, that's what those slices are. Sure, proof I'm, of concept. And I'm not saying that sometimes it's necessary. I'm just saying that there is nothing worse than standing in a line for three hours to see a video. Well, right. When we're talking about video games, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the part yeah. that they yeah, can see the, is not the video; it's the game. Right. At the very least, a guided demo. If we can't play it, show us sure. what the game. Exactly. Well, I don't is. think I don't think I've ever had to. S- Stand on a line for that long to see a rendered video. Yeah, but you've been media for some time now. <laughs> well, no. Nowadays, that's the thing. The people that are standing in line to see this stuff, it's the exact same thing that they're sending media to. It's just you get a speed pass. And this stuff, and the thing that's crazy about it is that there have been videos that they've shown at E3s long since that have gone to PAXs and to yeah. you know well, yeah. to Gamescoms and to consumer-driven events where people walk in and go, I want to... Hey! We've seen that at New York Comic Con. Oh, wow. We most certainly have. And it's, okay, it's a double-edged sword. It's something that needs to happen. Yeah. But don't sell me a bill of goods no, and I, then go, here's a video. But at and the same I, point... My, my biggest pet peeve is when they decide to unveil a game and it's a pre-rendered trailer and that's it. Show me fucking gameplay or don't show me anything. Here's a, but at the same point, when you look at the trailer for Sunset Overdrive, like, that was a parody on... Other game trailers. And they put fucking work into that. And that doesn't bother me because somebody went, how do we make this cool? And how do we sell people Somebody went through and actually had it be somebody telling you about the concept of the game rather than trying to, like, uh, fluff you with the idea of the game. Yeah, fluff me. I'm a marketing person. I I mean, you know, I I do video editing, but essentially video editing can be marketing. Yeah. And it usually is. You give me good marketing, I'm on board. And then I played that game, and it's 
fucking awesome. Yeah. So that's it doing it right. I'm fine with that. Yeah. What absolutely. I am annoyed with is having watched a trailer on YouTube <laughs> and going well, to yeah. PAX and expecting something great and seeing the same right. trailer with extra, but I'm I don't just know. Saying, it's possible to use a video to be a marketing tool, but if it's supposed to be in place of gameplay or supposed sure. to be passed off as gameplay, then yeah. no. Thankfully, I haven't encountered too much of that yet, but I don't know what you guys saw today. That I, I mean, I'd No, seen, I didn't see anything like that. The thing today. I've loved about going to both the PlayStation booth and the Xbox booth is that we've seen shit tons of games. Oh my god. And yeah, after, and stuff, after a yeah. console release here, that's what you need. Yeah, I agree. Emphasis on each word. That's what you need. Games. People want to see games. Emphasis and they're here this word. year. They're yeah. here in yeah. force. It is. It's a lot of games. It's unbelievable. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking so, of games, continue. Uh, so who's it? Sorry, we tangent. We, we were tangential we to talking the about. There. So who went to two K? Uh, it'd be me and Josh. Josh probably would talk more about it because uh, he's the Borderlands guy. Borderlands. Well, I mean, what did did you see anything at two K? Uh, I played one? Borderlands with him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to destroy our bathroom, are you? No, I'm not. Damn you, son of a bitch! <laughs> with your well, we gotta go. <laughs> Dumplings and your locks and your bagels and. <laughs> we played uh, Borderlands. Yeah, schmuck. Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Uh, we got to. We got a little intro video to it, and then we had Handsome Jack explaining some things, which was funny. Cool to me, anyway. And then uh, we got some hands-on time with it. Cool. And, yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome. Like, what's what's different about it? So, well, the big difference is it's set on uh, Pandora's moon. Um, and as the moon, it has uh, lower gravity. <laughs> so you can jump like uh, Master Chief now? Yeah, nice. even better. So you can jump, and when you double jump, you can really freaking cruise in the air. And when you're up in the air there, if you hit the crouch button, you come slamming down onto the ground. Oh, wow. So you can slam down on enemies and knock them off the ground, and then they're floating away. You open up, when you open up crates and things like that, yeah. the, they're pressurized. So the moment you open it up, the, the lid just goes and shoots off into the atmosphere <laughs> and disappears. It's so fucking funny. That's cool. The, yeah, the whole thing is set up really well. Um, You've got new weapons, obviously, new classes, yeah. with new skill trees and everything. Uh, there's laser weapons. There's um, uh, what are the other ones? The cryo weapons. Uh, so you can freeze somebody, and then you go up and you punch them, or you shoot them again, and they shatter. Now, <laughs> when you shoot them, can you pull off really good Arnold Schwarzenegger zingers like in Batman and Robin? You know what? Being a Borderlands game, there probably are those zingers in there. <laughs> there was a lot of talking, but there was so loud with Evolve behind us, you couldn't really hear on it. Yeah, outside, that's sweet. So. Yeah. But there was there were definitely one-liners, probably. Yeah. Evolve and Rob, please. Yeah, yeah it gets re- no, it gets really warm in there. What a match! There's more moisture in this room than in all of California. Yeah, that's why you're dropping wolf bait, and there's chicks out there. <laughs> Light a match. Light a fire. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that scene is that as he's sitting there talking to the girl, there's like a, he's behind him with a match, <laughs> like a lit match, <laughs> like waving behind him. Oh god! All right. Um, 
so yeah, the podcasting thing is going directly <laughs> to your brain. I don't know. Uh, all the all the new weapons and everything. There, there's a there's an interesting mechanic though. Also, because it's the moon, there's no atmosphere. Right. Um, you have this helmet where you you we started off inside uh, pressurized area atmosphere. You know where there's air, oxygen. Uh, I stepped outside of it and I, and there was a warning, warning, no atmosphere. And I'm like, well, what do I do? I'm going to die. What do I? And uh, this this force field comes down over your face, basically, okay. uh, so you can breathe. When you're playing the game and you're shooting, all the sounds are slightly muffled because there's no oxygen. Well, actually, they should be. Well, there shouldn't be any sound. Yes, I know. Um, but then that's a pretty boring video game. Um, that's why 2001 was such a boring movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood in space. Firefly, Firefly was not a boring series, and that had no sound in the outer space uh, okay. scenes. Okay, get by, Borderlands boy. How, how, how was the latest season of Firefly? Oh, oh. don't don't start that shit, man. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he insults Kingdom Hearts, too. And you bring all up right. that darkness in all so, brown coats. But the hearts. interesting thing is, yeah. the interesting thing with that is, I walked up to this this panel and hit the button on it, and this force field drops down around me. Okay. And suddenly you've got oxygen. So I'm sitting inside this force field, you know, with all this oxygen, and <laughs> I start shooting. I, I start shooting at these enemies outside the force field. Yeah. And the gun was suddenly. Ten times louder and sounded very different. So they've taken into account where you are and what's going on with huh. even the audio. Yeah, That's I cool. was trying to figure out what you were doing there. I was like a little kid, just like hopping, like, "Why is he out the bubble? Why is he out the bubble? Why is he out the bubble?" Who's he bag too? But that's the other thing. They've they've the the <laughs> levels themselves take into account the lower gravity and everything else. So the the structures are much bigger. Uh, your objectives are maybe on top of this massive building and you have to kind of crack down, hop your way up there uh, with with other assists. There, yeah. are, there are other things built into the levels that will boost you up higher uh, along with your double jump mm. or, or boost you forward uh, so that you can run and as you hit this sort of speed treadmill kind of thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speed treadmill. <laughs> like like in the Jetsons where, he, where he, you know, Astro just jumps off and he's spinning around it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're out there for two hours. So you double jump. You, Buy a speed treadmill. <laughs> you double jump as you hit it and you'll fly halfway across the map. It's awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, I like the the platforming element. Just because uh, you would see the structure like, okay, I need to get up there. And you just look around for, they're like big green jump pads, but there's multiple around the level. So you're just trying to figure out which one to get. And the jumping's fun. Like, yeah. I, just it kept really doing is. that. Like especially, I most enemies I killed, I was just doing the jump in those nice. stomp down. Yeah, I was doing that a lot too. But they have to be lighter enemies. Like I was trying to. There was a big brutal enemy that was coming at us, and I tried to do the jump, and he just he barely moved. Just bounce and off. He just him. kept shooting me, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Probably not a good thing. Yeah. But it even it changes your strategy because if you see the enemies, you know, somewhere off in the distance. 
you run towards them and you double jump up in the air and you just fire down from above okay. as you're as you're sailing across above them, or you can Save you know hit the crouch and slam down into the ground. Yeah, and since you're moving slow when you jump, it's enough time to get the scope out and you get a good couple shots on a guy that's up top. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Is that the only thing you saw at 2K? No. Uh, no. We saw uh, Sid Meier's... Beyond Earth, I, I can't it's fucking believe that they made you sit through civilization. Yeah, we kind of figured... That's bullshit. Wait, wait. Hold the phone. Yeah. Now, remember, we're a that, PlayStation podcast. I, I am aware of this, but... It's Alpha Centauri. They are making a new Alpha Centauri game, and that is fucking amazing. And hopefully it'll come to a PlayStation near you. But come on. For anybody who likes no, Civilization, no, no. that's great. But no, the thing is, we that PlayStation fans don't like RTSs. Or no, no. Or but the thing is, strategy when we made no, the appointment, just, it's a PC game. I specifically said no on Civilization. And they still forced him to go into it. it oh, yeah. They, me off. they had my card written, Michael, uh, Michael Swick. Uh, Borderlands, Civ, like you couldn't get out of like Civ. That's it was bullshit. We could have. We could have, but it only lasted like it you started. Get like handcuffs on. Which you, you, you got some writing done. Like, you busted out the, the the iPad and started your writing. I was writing Borderlands. That's yeah. awesome. It, I was, but I was. I was. I was. I kept, shape of Swift over here. Honestly, your name is. Honestly, look, it was. Yeah. It's Firaxis that's doing it. Yeah, and I love Firaxis so. No, I do while too, I was still. while I was sitting there writing Borderlands, I was looking up. I was listening at the same time. I didn't get a lot of writing done because <laughs> obviously the Borderlands isn't isn't posted. God damn uh, it! While they were talking, I kept listening to what they were saying, and I kept looking up. And I was I was getting kind of involved in what they were saying. But I know you were paying more uh, attention than I was. Yeah, uh, it was a quick presentation. It started Very like quick. 15 minutes late and it was like only like seven minutes. It almost seemed like it was a buffer for like Evolve to finish up. And they were like, let's get the console gamers. I think you mentioned that where it's just like, let's get the console gamers want to see these two. We're going to put Civ there, make them sit through it, hope to convert them type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a Civ game. It, it looks great. Like, But again, it was a quick one. They, did, they just went over the factions and they just did a quick war, which took like two seconds because they're super overpowered. You have the, Everybody uh, just nuked each other right away. Just <laughs> so you have the three factions. You have Purity, which are uh, they want to keep everything, I think, like Earth was. Yeah. Uh, you have Supremacy, who want to be all tech-savvy. And then you have um, Harmony, who want to be the blend of the both. So they just kind of went over that. The Green Party. <laughs> the Green Party. <laughs> the Hippie Party. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the neutral planet. <laughs> Filthy neutrals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what after that? What after Sev? Um, then it was Evolve, which was funny because they told me at the counter. <laughs> uh, they told me at the counter, it's like, oh, uh, we can only get, you're a hunter. We're so packed. We have to tell you now, you're a hunter. And um, there's two of you, so just tag out in the middle of it. What? Yeah. I didn't tell you we that. We have a yeah. fucking appointment, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, Evolve uh, may be my game of the show. <laughs> I'm just well, that's because that you got to there. play the Kraken and you murdered us. Yes! So, that's correct. So your game of the show is just you being an asshole. Yes! Wow, that should be and every I game. And I like man. that. I like that I get to play a game that allows me to be that. This, 
evolve is very very impressive it's, cool. it's a dead yeah. tie right now between that like and this is day one we're yeah. I, we're gonna see so much more between oh, now God, and we still got two show. days to go don't we? I, yeah. we I know right that's the thing that's crazy like i can't remember an e3 where i've had like two potential games of show in my in, like the back of my head like by the end right, of day one by the end of day one like that just doesn't normally happen mm. but and not one the ones that i expected either but sunset overdrive and and evolve, if, like I and actually the fact that they're also across the the booth that from didn't each other. hurt. That was convenient because that was a uh, that was truly like most of the time that we spent there. Why the fuck like, do we up. have these Xbox on this podcast? Hey, now wait, a, now wait, a, now wait a damn because good games do not discriminate. Yeah. Uh, good games are good games. Good yeah, games I'm lining good up games. an Xbox booth since I didn't get to play Evolve and they have it at yeah. the Xbox booth. I'm and running there in tomorrow. The Xbox booths. So. Now, does your flesh burn when you enter the Xbox booth? I haven't or? even gotten near it. It's just it. the green lights. They don't like that pigment. Yeah, it's not their skin. <laughs> No, I haven't even, I haven't gotten near it. I, uh, I Evolve have, is all I, over the show. You do not have yeah, to be yeah. in the Xbox booth. No, to play you know, that. it's yeah, funny. It's wings. I will it's, say it's funny. I and I said it a couple times tonight, but I've now become that guy. I've become that guy that has to all I do is I go to the booths and I talk to the PR people and I don't get to play anything. Nah. Because I have to go to the next one to talk to the PR people. And these guys are taking care of the writing because I'm doing the video podcast, you know, the, all the videos and the podcasts and everything else. I literally, I, my brain is so. Oh, you run right a now. website. You're at E3. No, 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 oh, no, I'm no, so sorry. I'm not complaining, but it's, <laughs> it's terrible. Just weird. Hi, all you here are not at E3. Listen to the Glenn playing the smallest <laughs> violin whining. podcast it's, on I'm the not, entire. I'm just I had to talk to people today. You invited me here. I have sure. to fucking. He shit invited over you there. here. I said. Oh, fuck I him. see how it is. Okay, so now fuck it's him. you know, mommy and daddy are fucking you know. things. at least Lady Hawk will be happy. The podcast, but Lady Hawk will be happy. Daddy and mommy are. Daddy and daddy. Let's, my, let's, daddy let's be politically correct here. Yeah, significant others. Incidentally, my... Is that legal in California? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> my, my littlest violin is, is just playing Happy by Pharrell. You don't want to know about your littlest <laughs> violin. Uh, because I was playing constantly. So sick of that song. Okay, back on track. We're already... Who, to, who else wants to We're literally, with the interview, we're going to be at two hours already. For a fucking night. Evolve is awesome. Strap I, I in, just, assholes. Here's, oh, here's I'm going to edit this tonight still. Here's my only concern with Evolve. I know. Are we streaming this, or is this... No, no this God, is, no. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say this about Evolve, and then I'll pass off the mic. I just hope that there is enough variety and enough stuff going on in there. Like, I played it once today. This is a game that I could play five times and put away. That is my only concern, is that there is enough there to go back enough times with enough variety of, of beasts and maps and shit to do that it will keep me going. Because that was my problem with Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead had five maps. Mm-hmm. You played all five maps. You beat the fucking big zombie fucker a couple of times, and you're like, that was really fun. I'm going to go back to whatever else I was doing before I played Left 4 Dead. Yeah. And that's my only concern, is that it's a great concept, and they're executing on it great, and I just want it to have some staying power. That's that's my only concern. That's Yeah, I agree with that, because oh, <laughs> my experience was a little different, <laughs> because we, <laughs> we, we sat through the little presentation... I got the little wristband. Uh, Michael had to leave. Uh, so I got the little wristband, said I was the hunter. And uh, one of the hunters, I was, I forget what the wristband was. Uh, so we step outside and we get put in lines. And the lines are, are segregated based on, you know, medic and this and that. Race. And that. 
and and racial profiling at the 2K booth. <laughs> We're not TSA approved. 2K is racial profiling. Tweet oh, it. Hell no. <laughs> Tweet it. So, but I got in the line and I was like, I was like ninth or tenth in line in my line. That's and, fucked and, up. And but this this wasn't like the general public line. This was the people the. Press who had come through here. This is why we're not going to get any review copies from 2K from now on, by the way. Because <laughs> someone's going to hear this. Ian listens to the show. I know he? Ian listens oh, to the no! show. Oh, no! It's okay. But we love Ian. No, but Ian. Right. Yeah, we well, love let Ian. Me, let me finish my story. All right, yeah. So um, I'm looking at this line because everything was a little backed up to begin with. It's now 2.15. My next thing was at 2.30, and I'm looking at this, like, uh, or whatever time it was. Yeah. And I'm looking at the line, and I'm thinking, well, even if I got to the front right now, how long is this game going to last? <laughs> so I turned to one of the guys. I said, so how long is it going to take for me to get to the front of the line here? And he said, mm, about 25 minutes. Fuck. Jeez. <laughs> I was like, well, that's not going to happen. I have to leave. So I went back inside, and I grabbed one of those pretzels. <laughs> uh, they're a little melted, but everybody else in line with it. But you know what? It was food, uh, which was fine. And I was looking for Ian because I hadn't seen him. And I figured we're both in New York. We came all the way to California, and I'm not going to see him. That would be just absurd. <laughs> uh, so he was uh, uh, chaperoning an interview uh, in one of the rooms. And. Right before I had to like walk out, he came out and I got to talk to him briefly. And he said, "You know, it's cool. Just if you have time later in the week, stop by and I'll get you in." So he's gonna take care of us. That's that's cool. good. Yeah, um, I, I got a chance to play one of the like assault the characters that was fighting against freaking Rob over there, <laughs> and basically. Arr. And like I had that kind of feeling of Left 4 Dead where it's like, okay, I have my role, I have my objective. We failed the objective, but it feels like... Let me guess, because one of your teammates ran way ahead and got a rails killed and he was the medic. Actually, the medic did run away and the medic, as soon as he got his hand up to the controller, said, oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> so we all knew nice. we were fucked right from the beginning. Was the, wait, wait, wait. That's why I hate was these the, games. Was, was the medic Todd Bridges? Or yes. Which one? Yeah, okay, that's why. Yeah, they played Evolve with Todd Bridges yeah, today. Todd Bridges, yes. It was Todd Bridges and Todd Bridges' son, and, and apparently his son was the only one who was, like, trying to... So he was playing the Trapper, and he kept, like, locking me up and trying to... You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Trapper you know, was doing fine. The Trapper was doing medic, fine, but we were all dying left and the last time, And the last time his dad was famous was when the Trapper Keeper was around, so... Oh, God. Well, here, okay, here's the one thing that's screwy about the Evolve booth, and I will say it's a plus and a minus. Most booths at E3, they're, like, you know, 15 minutes max. The mm. the criteria for the demo at this particular booth is whenever the game is won or lost, That's either by up. the team or by the and it's good for the context of figuring out how the game works if you even get up to play it mm-hmm. because it's like twenty five minutes possibly. Yeah, it's a long demo. Yeah, God. it's a long. We spent a lot of time there, so it's great if you get a chance to play it, but it's. It's very unconventional for the types of time limits that most E3 demos show for because you're usually talking about people who are trying to get to about 15 to 20 different things yeah, exactly. in one day. Yeah, this But is... I almost am kind of like, if that shows that game well, 
then they're looking at it from like, we almost don't care who sees this, as long as whatever anybody is saying when they're leaving this booth is, we got enough time to play it, and fuck, it's cool. Mm-hmm. So. But I, I also worry, as you said, of, of it uh, not having the lasting appeal if all you have are the four classes and then an assortment of beasts, which is fine, but at the same point, you have a very limited replay value for the individual classes that are actually fighting the monster. It sounds like this is going to be a game where you're queued up with a ton of people who want to play the monster and very few people who want to play the other characters. But that... The the staying power, actually, is it's a valid concern. Um, because when you look at it, it's an, it's an awesome concept. And, oh, God, and I love I, the concept. I, yeah. When I saw it at the, at the Sony event, I freaked out. I was like, oh, my gosh, this looks amazing. <laughs> and... There is that concern because, you know, you could do variations on the monsters and with their powers and everything. The Kraken that they're showing here is... Yeah, but but in the end, it's just variations on the exact same thing. So maybe there's something they haven't shown us yet. Uh, or I hope so. maybe there's, you know... Uh, yeah, I hope so too because if not, it it could be a lot like Left 4 Dead where it's incredibly fun... But it it's not going to last because there's just not enough there. It's, it just becomes the same thing over and over and over and over again. No, I didn't ask. Is that an Xbox exclusive or is that left? Oh, no, no. Evolve is for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's DLC, yeah. I believe. Like, like time stuff. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Cares. There you go. Cares. <laughs> yeah, All right. so that was Evolve. Is that it for 2K? Yes. Yes. Bethesda. Yeah, so uh, I went to Bethesda. It was supposed to be uh, go to the theater, see the Evil Within trailer. It was basically a bait and switch. You got like 30 seconds of Evil Within and then 10, 15 minutes of Battle Cry. And then uh, you get sucked into working at Target. Oh, yeah, the fucking... (laughs) Downward spiral. If I get Josh to point out one more fucking Target while we're here. (laughs) 30 seconds of uh, enemy or uh, the... Evil Within, and then the rest of the time they're just trying to explain why John Carmack leaving isn't going to be detrimental. It's only day one. Come on, man. Somebody's wow. bitter they didn't get into a party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I just came here from a party. Twitch party. <laughs> Well, that is that's fat Google money now. So. Twitch, also known sure. as the way Rob dances. Oh, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if he's really con- winded up to grab the microphone. <laughs> up. All right, wound. What so, the hell? Is, what, what, what? I don't know. Jesus Christ. So Bethesda. So what else happened at Bethesda? Yeah, uh, the battle cry thing that. That kind of looked interesting, uh, like 32-player action combat. It was combat. neat, but... But then at the end of like the 15-minute presentation, he's like, and we'll have a beta sometime in 2015. And it was yeah. just like... <laughs> or you could just release the game. That's yeah. too... Oh, it needs work. It's not... Yeah, no, it, the, the action, the, the, it's, like, it's an action combat game, but it looked very much like MMO-ish yeah. action, where it's just like, I did the attack, they stood still a little. Yeah. Um, so, so that happened. And then they uh, said, uh, there's Evil Within... Uh, booths and the demos take like 20 minutes and when I first went in there like hold on have you played Battle Cry and then they took me out this like play Battle Cry my whole thing was they're going to put me in front of a station <laughs> and I was going to just walk the hell away from it but then the, uh, one of the guys pulled me he's like no 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 no. you know what I'm going to get you in a station 
because I see someone's at the end thing, so he waited a oh, minute good. and threw me in a station. Um, I don't know. Uh, Evil Within, like a uh, guy that did the Resident Evil games. Yeah. Um, so he said he's trying to go by that. It's brutal, like the violence. We're talking about Mortal Kombat. It's like, really oh, creepy. Yeah. That, yeah. At one point, you know, I'm like trying to find a key, and the dude just pulls his own face off. And then this disappears, and I have to stab someone's stomach open to get a key. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like Saw the game. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was a little more sophisticated than that. Yeah. Um, th- that, there's very, various Elway's enemy types. Plenty sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows what a chafing dish is. That's right. I'm sorry. Well, I'll like, throw that whole thing off. I grinded this. <laughs> Name the movie. Oh. Anyway. I mean, did you get? I mean, they, you know, they showed that trailer a couple weeks ago of, of the showing the people that were playing it and getting all freaked out. That that was part of the uh, like minute trailer that they showed us of yeah. people freaking out. So it was like, oh, here's some gameplay. But they but they did show like uh, the interesting things with the characters, where there's some uh, some enemies you can't kill. You have to run, and right. they have the whole hide under a bed, hide into right. closets and stuff. Um, did you get scared, Mike? No, not really. Uh, it the, the voice acting was kind of corny. Yeah. In type of thing, whereas like I kind of just laughed most of the stuff off that was happening, um, but it, but they they also like tell you like not every enemy dies or like they say as soon as you kill an enemy it says burn the body so they don't get back up. But right. I was doing constant headshots, so I waited a couple minutes. Like I want to see this thing that has no head try and come up. It didn't, so I wasted two minutes doing that. because uh-huh. <laughs> because even though you do the headshot, it's still like, do you want to burn the body? Sure. So I'm like, let's see what happens. Nothing. Wow. You're that well, sick freak. Be like, do you want to burn this? No, I want to watch. <laughs> You're like daring the game. Oh, fuck you. I'm not Press burning. Press B to sit here and watch <laughs> with fire and, and diarrhea. So it's just like, it says burn the body and he just like flicks a match on the, on the thing that burns up. And then like you'll see people hanging and it's like, do you want to burn those bodies? And I'm just like, no, I'm all right. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, it was. Mike plays the whole game as a pacifist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't feel like torturing everything. There was a pig, though, I wanted to see I had, if I killed that and I could I burn friend, its body. I had a friend who asked if you could play Grand Theft Auto without ever killing or shooting anybody ever. Sure. He said he wanted Virtual Boy Scout. That's but what why he was would you looking want for. <laughs> All right. Are you done with Bethesda? Yeah, I, you you you, I, you kill things. There's zombies. Like it, it's it's kind of yeah. cool. It seemed like it might be cheesy. The voice acting seemed kind of. But I think he does that on purpose. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. They 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 wanted to make clear that they're supposed to be film grain. Yeah, like he like oh, they, that yeah. was the first thing they said. They're like, it's an artistic choice. Film grain's supposed to be there. Yeah, it, which is just funny that they had to say that because I think it looked good last year when I when I saw it. So. Oh, yeah, it's a good looking game. Yeah. yeah. I just read that the Japanese like translation of this or the way that this game is known in Japan is Psycho Break. I'd be way more interested in that game if it's called Psycho Break than the Evil Within. Damn, that that is a better name. That, that is a way better. So name, much yeah. fucking better, doesn't it? Yeah, especially Evil it, Within. That sounds like a show that I missed. Yeah, like yeah. something that I haven't started watching. Like, ah, oh, I'll throw that on my you know Netflix queue or something. The Psycho Psycho Break. Yeah, that sounds like a fucking Japanese. Now here's game. a Let's question: go. Did I'm we in. prefer Resident Evil or Biohazard? I still think Biohazard's a better name. See, I, I like Resident Evil as a name. Just. Yeah. There's something alluring to about yeah, that. Yeah, I think I like Resident Evil better. Biohazard is just too generic. Yeah. 
But then again, I had the same thing about Battle Cry. Literally, the only reaction I had to that, because I haven't seen any content from it, was I leaned over to Rob and said, how more generic of a name can you get? <laughs> yes, this Game of War says War hi. Battle. Or something, also, like, something like Game Crashers. But I would, generic <laughs> as fuck. <sighs> <sighs> fuck you! You, <laughs> you put a console in your name of your show. Yeah. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. He's just, but just lucky that there's three systems for that console. But, what, but all, all I'm saying is, is that oh I love Japanese non-English oh words it's for games. One in the morning. Like, fuck you all. That's fantastic. Thank you. No, thank you, Glenn. Oh, thank you. I keep freaking out. My tablet didn't change to Chicago from Chicago time to LA. <laughs> so I look. It says two fifty one. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> all right, let's get to Sony because there's so much up there. All right, well, wait, what was Emmer doing after all this? What the fuck were you doing? Oh, <laughs> shit. Eating? Hoping you guys were, were you eating? Because I was at the Big Daddy's shack. He did eat. Trying to get an $11 sandwich. Anyway, so. <laughs> My God. We Emmer, the only money Emmer's going to spend here is on food. It's going to be like a thousand bucks. <laughs> was it a six dollar lemonade and six dollar lemonade? Well, lemonade. But well like you're in chalice. luck because the best sushi that I've ever eaten is out in L.A. Right here, it's uh, on Seventh and something or other. Sugarfish. Okay, go check it out. That's the name of the place. That's the name, or the name of the, of the place, dish, and it is the best fucking sushi ever. He gets kickbacks. He he just like woke up because we talked about food. He was like ready to go. Ooh, uh, panties? What? <laughs> so uh, I had some free time in between then and end dreams, which we'll talk about <laughs> between later. Lunch and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what I wanted to bring up when I was roaming the floor, I had some time with Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes on PlayStation Now. That's Metal Gear Solid V. V. Ground Zeroes on PlayStation Now. So it looked. I mean, it played great. Look at Emmer getting all business. There was no lag. There was no nonsense, no frame, whatever you guys talk about. But the hand gestures that are it did, it did look kind of like trash. He's just trying to. So, I think it was Josh probably that talked about it when we first talked about PS. Now he said that they're going to have to do a good job managing expectations. Yeah. And um, I think you know you hit it right on the head because I got up there thinking that it was going to be like playing the game. And a game that pretty, you know, with graphics that beautiful, for it to look like trash is a shame. And for PlayStation, a big part of PlayStation now to be the the point is to get people who don't have any systems or consoles in on the ecosystem, right? So with the Sony Bravia TVs or with uh, PlayStation TV, is that what they're calling it? Yep. PlayStation TV. Yep. PlayStation TV. If somebody only has that and they go to play Metal Gear Ground Zeroes, they're going to get a, a trash version of the game, at least in the visual department. And I well, think that's going to kind of steer people away rather than bring them in. But not necessarily. I mean, you would, well, you would expect that in a controlled, semi-controlled environment of the, the convention center that they can, uh, they can manage that better. But everything i played uh, well well i don't know if i could say that <laughs> damn all right i i can't say anything let me yeah yeah let's uh let's we not say anything out, right? um no i'm not editing shit everything i played on the floor at uh e3 there wasn't metal gear solid v uh <laughs> you mean 5 <laughs> No, no, I mean V. Pro, the qualifier list. The qualifier list is just kind of like you know eighteen thousand. 
So here's the thing. Yeah, I, I had heard. I mean, you could – no, what I'm trying to say is you could potentially go back tomorrow and play it again and it could look beautiful. Oh. I love the, <laughs> the stare. It was just so intense that he gave you right there. <laughs> okay, then. It could look beautiful. But, yeah, and it we don't will. know. I, it, it could it could be garbage, or it could look beautiful. You just I, it's uh, network connectivity, and that's with the managing expectations right. thing. You, you just don't know. It might you just might have had a crappy connection at that point. Right. It you also know. made me think about what what it's going to look like when you do get the PlayStation TV and you have your PS4 in the basement and you want to play it on your bedroom TV. Is it going to be, you know? bad looking like that example of PlayStation now or is it going to depend on your home's connection and your home's Wi-Fi yeah we don't know yeah well Thanks, there's a lot owner. of factors that's, <laughs> that's the thing it's a I mean PlayStation now it's an amazing idea and it's it could be an amazing service but it could be a real problem for Sony because what? you there are so many points of failure potential points of failure between the ISP, between your home network, between everything that goes on there. And people don't understand that. They just know that I expect to play this game and I expect it to look good. It looks like poo. You lied to me, Sony. Well, you that's know? why we were just all waiting for Google Fiber to sweep the nation. <laughs> hey, Josh, I'd like to sell you on this idea of a fast lane. <laughs> I don't know if you've... I don't know if you've heard about this, but it's not a slower lane for everybody else. It's a super fast lane for some. <laughs> It'll work great. Thanks, government. <laughs> uh, I think the trick is is that when a good idea can potentially be you know, great for everybody, it sucks when there are elements that are outside of the idea creator's control that can make that idea not good. Like it's a great idea. It's a great idea that Sony is trying to put in, and they want to make it great. And it's really not falling on them that that's the problem. You done? How you doing? How you doing there, Hefe? Hey, up, I'm, even, I'm playing on Team PlayStation right now. I'm talking up your your. Glenn, your if corner. you fall asleep, you have a like eight hour podcast it, upload in the morning. It, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't help that he's laying in bed. <laughs> With it, you know, all stretched out on his pillow and everything. My back is sore. All right, let's get to some. Carry your motherfuckers. He continues his train of thought and asks, "Why is it light out?" Yeah, we're all in right. the same position. Emra, were you anywhere else today? Besides that, uh, oh, you mean the end dreams thing? Or are we going to do Sony first? Let's hold end dreams till tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Sony's um, going to be big so enough. Much. Oh my god! All right, let's go to Sony quick. Uh, all right, I'll just you started with something else, but I played Hohokam for the first time. Finally. Awesome game! I did not get that game in the slightest. Yeah, it's both, yeah, yeah, but that's the whole thing. It's discovery. Yeah. yeah, I actually really loved it. He he showed me. He was playing some of the first level that he was showing me, and he said, "All right, this is kind of what's going on here. So here, why don't you go up here and try that?" And he was showing me, "Go up here, do this." And I did all that, and I got through it. And he said, all right, now pick your pick your direction. You're on your own. And I kind of went into my own level and started wandering around, and I kind of figured it out. And I, I pieced everything together, got it all done, and it took a little while, but I was enjoying it. The, the music was 
awesome. So what did you have to do? Uh, I don't know if I can even describe it. Games like that at Sony, where it's like it's a game. It's definitely a game because you're playing it. But the ultimate goal of it is just to sort of do and not really. And I think that's kind of a a great thing to do because we've always had this conflict with games of where's the fun in the game and what's Mm -hmm. the what's the end goal. And it's like we're now seeing games that go well. Fuck both of those concepts. Just play the damn thing. Honestly, I feel like it could have been my own damn fault that I didn't enjoy it as much because. The show floor itself is very distracting. Yeah. It's like playing well, something that's yeah. an introverted experience, like it's an exploration of self as much as it is the content of the game. Wow, it's really hard to do deep. <laughs> on a show floor. This is how we roll on Game Crashers. Yeah, we're fucking even, deep. Do you guys even have a We get into philosophy of shit. <laughs> and dick jokes, but mainly yeah. philosophy. <laughs> He's got jokes. a goddamn blazer on right now. Fuck yeah, Uh-oh. and a goddamn vest and a colorless Classing shirt. But we're going to forget up. about that. Classing it up. But that's, see, and maybe that's why I enjoyed it more, because we were upstairs and I had the headset and I had... I In was the just, elitist colony. Yes, that's right. <laughs> we had two hours today, too. You know that's why? Awesome. You know why? Even though we got invaded by the Asian press. You, you had the Jewish guy with you. Well, yeah. oh... <laughs> Well, thanks for having us on the podcast. We're going to leave now, and I'm going to take my gold bullion with me. <laughs> and all your Jewish listeners. Wait, you can't leave yet because you're taking Michael and Emmer back to their motel. <laughs> Do you want to get part of the deal? Do you want to get robbed? He's going to crash their their uh, motel with some meth. And I don't think we know how to get there. <laughs> He's got a GPS. Oh, that'll make the trip really right. interesting. <laughs> anyway, people hanging outside the hotel, they'll, they'll, they'll have fun with them. Yeah. So, so I played. Uh, you didn't buy these guys a hotel room. What's wrong yeah, with I you? Did that's did. all we could find. Don't make me feel jealous or uh, not jealous. Bad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> What's the word? <laughs> hungry. That's the word. Uh, Emra's the hungry one. <laughs> Best podcast. You know what? Ever. I don't think I want him driving us. Uh, this dude's uh, out. And what's even better is he's, he's not really going to edit it. He might edit out our room number <laughs> if he remembers. <laughs> no. Wait a minute, Josh. What's there to edit? This is gold. He just told people the hotel, the room number, the floor. When you guys were, <laughs> I, don't never gonna, I don't think I'm going to put the Scott Rody interview on the one tonight. <laughs> no, but then the oh, hammer well, That's going to be even better. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be even better. No, I'll, I'll take that section out. No, we, don't even. We, oh, we got the whole yeah. Emmer thing. It's perfect. Oh. Emmer didn't know that we don't listen to the whole interview. All right, so what game did you play? Guns Up, right? Or, guns Up. Yeah, Guns Up. Fucking cool game. What the um, hell is that? It's, uh, it's, he will it's, tell you. It's kind of like RTS Lite. So uh, you have like these two armies fighting each other, and... Instead of like an RTS where you actually like have to swipe over a bunch of, of of your guys and tell them where to go, they just kind of go on their own, and the AI like basically knows how to uh, where to attack things like that. So it's really like a really smooth, easy going game in terms of what you, how you control it and everything else. And you can tell them like you can pick up uh, certain power ups. Like one of them will be focus your your attention, and you can like move the right stick over, and you put it over a bunch of guys. Guys, you're telling your your soldiers fire on these guys. Um, instead of mining resources or anything else, like a regular RTS, you just like hit square whenever you blow up like a, a little tent, or, or if you blow up some of the guys, they'll drop their ammo and you just hit square and it'll just pick it up automatically. 
Uh, so it's got online, it's got offline. It's 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 a pretty fun little game. We did a video interview for it too, so we'll get that posted sometime. Like and yeah, we'll integrate that directly into this podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna put yeah. a video on this too. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, but that was a fun game. I I I was kind of skeptical about it, but uh, Rody was telling me to play it. Coker was telling me to play it. Everybody was telling me to play it, so I did, and it was fun. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Drive then Club? Drive Club. We both played Drive Club. I loved it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Uh, until I pulled the camera back behind the car. Yeah. And then I felt kind of disconnected from the road. And I could see that. And I, uh, I, I do, well, it's still got months to go, yeah. so I'm not that worried about it. But I was a little surprised by it that it just it didn't. It didn't feel right to me oh. um, compared to other games. I would rather play with a, uh, a steering wheel, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, um, but it looks it looks fantastic. Yeah, the, it really it, does. the attention to detail is ridiculous. Yeah, um, I really liked it. I, I think the experience would have been better if I was actually using headphones because I really wasn't getting that that feedback without the audio. Uh, you know, to know if if like the brakes are working, or you know, if I'm sliding or whatever. It, it, I wasn't getting that tactical feel, tactile feel feedback. Wow, I'm tired. Tactile, tactile feedback, uh, and and you know, the audio does help. So uh, without that, because I was talking to one of the developers, you know, I just I was getting pretty effed up. So we we both promised that we would go down and check out the multiplayer tomorrow. So they actually have. The real multiplayer running on the show floor with all the social interaction that's built in. So uh, the PR people tonight were like adamant about us going and checking out. So I, I put some, set some time aside tomorrow to go play it, and now I have zero minutes free tomorrow on my calendar. Absolutely zero. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I really liked it. I, I, it. It is way improved over the last time I played it. So, yeah, it's it's... It seems like it was a good thing that they had to let it cook for a little while longer. So then I played the that Vita game, the Touch one. What was the name? Murasaki Baby? Yeah. That was cool. That's a messed up game. That yeah, because you're really holding cool, the kid's hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, the touch, touch. you touch the front of the screen and you slide your finger across the screen. That's you're holding the kid's hand. And that's how you move the... That's how you get the kid to move. Um, it's bizarre. I like it. Uh, yeah so the whole thing is based on touch Um, yeah so you have to touch the small child in order to make it yes yes (laughs) no no she's got her balloon and that's the other thing if the balloon uh, flies away like if the wind comes along and the balloon flies away you have to grab the balloon and bring it back to her is it a latex balloon Wow! Right, now we really, we we really do need editing on this one. <laughs> and at adult this point, you know what? It's it's after one a.m. Yeah, that, and this is what been happens. up all freaking day. All right, let me just go on to Entwined instead. <laughs> oh god! Did you get to play it? 
Well, and yeah, I got it's... to talk to the people that made it. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. It was a beautiful zen experience for us. Yeah. That's what it was. It's it's pretty fantastic. Uh, well, it's out right now. So oh, there you go. <laughs> that's the other thing. Oh, what platforms? Um, is it PS3 also? Or it's it... on the PS4. It's coming yeah. to the PS3 and Vita. Uh, with cr- and it's cross buy. So oh, nice. when it comes, you got it. Um, but, Does uh, cross-buy apply to something that's on PS3, PS4, and Vita, or is that just console to Vita? It, yeah, it depends on the game, all right. uh, like Glenn said. But for this, it's, it's cross-buy for all three. Um, Oops. So uh, the, the developers <laughs> essentially were students. Uh, Not at, essentially. They were students. At, at Carnegie Mellon yep. and... What's the other one? I don't know. San Jose? That's cool. I, I couldn't hear what you were saying because I didn't have headphones on, so I, I, I'm I not don't sure. remember. The, um, in working in the industry, the only schools that I've heard have any real reputation within the uh, industry is Carnegie Mellon's program and the program at USC. It those might are have been USC. awesome yeah. game development programs. Yeah. <clears throat> they. It's, it's really cool because they, they – uh, Built a number of prototypes, and uh, two of the students, the two that we had uh, for the interview, uh, actually came up with the concept of using. One of them came up with the concept of using the two sticks uh, in the way the game works, and the other one came up with the story, basically, of the the fish and the the bird, uh, and. Their love affair, essentially, yeah, uh, and, and how that all works. It should have been birds and bees. And after that, the whole game came together pretty quickly. Uh, so it's it's really cool uh, the way it works. Um, you're you're locked in the the left stick is locked to the left half to the half of the screen. The right stick is locked to the right half of the screen. So that they they knew early on that you cross over with that and it gets too confusing and you just you can't really uh, you can't really work it. Um, but yeah, that was a good call. They they also have like a challenge mode in there. Did you guys get to play that at all? No, I just played the single mode. It's really cool, and I got the high score on the. See, I was I was yeah. playing. All right, so I'm playing I'm playing through this the regular, shit again. I'm playing through the regular game. And I'm doing really well. And the the girl that was there, she wasn't in the interview that we did. She had left by the time we did the interview. But she's watching me. She's like, have you played this before? I was like, no. She said, well, you're doing really good. And I got to the end. And my dragon was like this super dragon. If you hit everything, you, your dragon becomes this really big, massive, colorful dragon. She's like, you, you got, like, the big dragon and everything. And I, I did my thing. She's like, okay, I want you to try the challenge mode. And I said, okay. And she said, here, I'm going to put you on the hardest level. I was like, what? You put <laughs> yeah. me right on the hardest level to start? So She's she, trying to vet you for yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she threw me in there. And the first time through... What it is, it's it's almost like Dyad at that point. It's like a yeah. speed... It's like a speed run through the thing. Yeah. Um, and you really have to be accurate. And if you if you miss like two or three times, the whole thing ends. Um, so the first time through, like the high score was fourteen. 
on the hardest level. And the first time through, I I failed somewhere halfway through, and I was like, all right, let me try this again. And the second time through, I I got twenty. <laughs> and she was like, oh my gosh, you beat the high score. So they were all excited around the booth, and then Glenn came over and he was trying it, and he started it easy. Well, I hadn't played it ever. Yeah. So I just wanted to get the game mechanics. So he started it easy and and did really well with it, and then he jumped into hard, and he got 14, and he's like, oh, fuck this. And he tried it again and got 14. He's like, I'm going to fucking beat you. (laughs) And he tried it again and got 19 and was furious. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't think it was furious. But But, uh, you were furious. Uh, You haven't seen me furious. It's it's a fantastic game. The thing that I have to ask you about a challenge mode in that game is does (laughs) – well, no, because here's my reaction to that game. (laughs) This goes back to the – yeah, my reaction to the game is – because I've been coming out of the evil within, and that's how you come out of that. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, no, that's, that's not it can, at though. all. Entwined. Um, th- my reaction coming out of that game was like, this is another one of those wonderful games where that doesn't f- seem to be like a losing state. It's just sort of you're experiencing this game, and you get better at it, and you you just sort of are there in that moment. And then you're yeah. talking about a challenge mode. And I'm just going, does that break that? Sort of vibe of that game because that's kind of what I love about it that it yeah that goes zen, to that, that sort zen of, that continual the continual it's not perpetual res, you know it's gameplay. not going for that yeah. well the the tricky thing about the game is it adapts to the way you play yes so as I was doing yes. really well yeah. as I was doing really well the game was getting more complicated and getting harder. Uh, if you're not doing well, it'll kind of slow it down and, and make it a little bit easier on you. So it is, it is, it is a much lighter experience. What they, they threw in that challenge mode because they threw it in um, just to test out some mechanics. And they found that everybody in the office was so wrapped up in it trying to get a high score and beat the next person's high score. And they got so into it and it was so much fun. They were like, well, we have to include this in the game because it's just like a, a fun thing on the side. Nice. But yeah, the, the game itself is more about just the experience and just it's, it is, it's one of those Zen type games where it's, it's more about the journey than it is about getting a score or, or, or winning or losing or yeah or they they even said at one point they had like a full story explanation and and between each level they would advance the story and get more into it and they said that didn't work because it's no longer about what you you bring to the story with your own mind and what how you fill in the blanks and it was them telling you it's this it's this it's this and it just doesn't work that way uh, as as a game, as a, as an experience, it needs to be a lot more vague, uh, so that you can kind of make it your own personal thing as as you're playing it and get your own feel for it. Yeah, I had a weird journey with that game, just in general, because I sat down with it and I got it to a couple of sequences that were like difficult to just separate my brain around, and immediately had a negative reaction. I was like, oh well, this is kind of this feels like a mess. 
And then I ended up towards the middle of my experience, like getting it. And somebody came by and said, "Hey, put the headphones on because that really actually oh, amplifies the, so the experience." Music is great. Yeah. Oh, the music was great. Uh, yeah. I put the headphones on and I felt like I was playing better. And at that point, I was then getting into that zone phase where I could really feel how the game was supposed to actually adapt to my own like psyche and thought process and then i started to feel like i feel like i've been here too long like i should <laughs> i should move on to something else but at the same point i've finally gotten I both of the meters fold up and now i'm actually uh, connecting the two halves and i want to see what happens when no. you put those parts together absolutely and, and i apologize for be like champing at the bit here to try to jump in and get on this but it's like you're, you're talking about it, 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 i didn't i don't think i caught this when i was playing it but you're talking about how it's adapting to you and it, as you're playing it, it, it it's sort of figuring out your play style yes 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 and yes because when i started playing that game i thought i am the worst fucking person who ever stepped up to play this yeah. game and then all of a sudden no no like, you are play- well no yes yeah, so, yeah, so did the person heading the booth that's because, <laughs> that's because i secretly cheat on my playstation with an xbox i get it all right get get over it but, <gasps> but the truth is is that oh, the I'm game mad. started off really slowly and it almost like eased me into the, the concept there and then once it started realizing well, well this is way too fucking slow it it felt like it I, I don't think it was just a natural progression of the game getting faster because it, i didn't feel like i was getting better but that the the idea of the game like evolving and moving faster actually just naturally happened and it sort of picked me up to do better at the game like all of a sudden i was like this is going at the right speed for me and then it went really fast but and that one moment was like, this is not a normal progression where it's just, it's getting better because I'm doing well. Because I was doing terrible at the start. But then all of a sudden I was like, this is the pace where I need to be at. And it just sort of, the game got there on its own. Which I really appreciate. Well, it's, it's funny with what you said. Because uh, I'm a funny guy. <laughs> one of the things, before I even grabbed the, the DualShock, uh, whoever was talking to me about it said... Um, what we found with this game is that when people start to play it, it either clicks with them immediately or it doesn't. And for the people that it doesn't, if they start to play it and and they get into it, it will click for them. And when it does, they just get it and suddenly it takes off and and, yep. the, and they're there. That and is that's exactly, exactly the experience I had. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's funny that you said that because when I jumped into it, I was I was there and I was just boom and it clicked immediately for me. And nice. you had a different experience. That's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah, it took me a moment. Yeah, that's really cool. Glenn is not so. Yeah, oh, I like and, the game. And, I really and, do. I think. And it's, like I, think I told the students, yeah, no pressure. Nice. Yeah. Uh, good luck following this one up. Not the barsman said. <laughs> I said, "Nice first game. Good luck following up." <laughs> so yeah. So there was uh, Counter Spy. Well, Counter-Spy. before Counter Spy, the other one on the oh, beta. Um, Freedom Wars. Freedom Wars, which is a uh, Vita title that is gonna. It's it's kind of like Soul Soul Sacrifice to a certain extent. Kind of that same gameplay. Uh, a lot of talent behind a lot, of, uh, very good pedigree. So, I believe it was the creative director of the Street Fighter Four games is on board. Uh, I don't remember all the other stuff. We did a video interview with uh, with uh, was it Nick Nick Cordino? Yeah, uh, who's a good friend of ours. And it's it the Sony Japan. It's actually Sony Japan Studio. 
and they're putting a lot of money into this one. So we played uh, a three-player game in ad hoc. It actually supports online ad hoc, and you can do single player as well. Very, very deep story. Uh, really nice visuals, too. I, I was impressed with the visuals. Yeah, this is the one where you're in prison and you have a million-year sentence. and you're, yeah. born, you're born with a million-year sentence. Yeah, and you have to work that off. And, in and, real time. That's yes. what we were saying. <laughs> and uh, you have to work it off by, like, the what we had, there was a mission to go. There's these, oh, I forget what they're called, uh, these. Abductors. Abductors. They, yeah. they, well, yeah, they abduct people. <laughs> That's how I remembered it. <laughs> uh, and, and if you go out and you save the people, you can, you can knock time off your sentence, like a hundred years off your sentence. So, or, oh, wow. That's really or cool. more. This is like that crappy Justin Timberlake movie. Damn it. I was going to make that same fucking <laughs> I made enough fucking bad jokes. It sounds like the opposite but it is. of that. It's uh, the first thing that popped in my head. It's a terrible joke, but it totally was like the thing right through my head. I was like, I've seen this movie. Yeah. I, I was know. wondering if you could port your saves over from Prison Architect and kind of get the two <laughs> things going together. <laughs> Jesus. It, I mean, it, we joke, but it actually, it is. It was a pretty cool game, and, and yeah. there's a lot of talent behind this. And uh, I, it's coming out in Japan in June. They're trying to get it localized as fast as possible, so it sounds like November probably. But um, yeah, I think it's going to do really well. And you know, the people that are into the, like the Mon- Monster Hunter games or Soul Sacrifice, I think your itch is going to get scratched by this game. So yeah, it's cool. And with the multiplayer, you really you need to work together. Uh, to bring these yeah. things down, and when one gets brought down, and you get like inside the the monster's chest or where, wherever it is, that's where the person is being held. So somebody jumps up there, breaks the person out, and they have to carry them to this endpoint. Well, while they're doing that, the monster is still there, so the other people have to keep that thing busy so it doesn't go after and and get the person back again. Uh, so there's there's a lot of cooperation that's that's involved in it. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's it's really neat. Easy uh, to play. And Counter Spy, which is Rolling Thunder with a nice coat of paint. <laughs> it does feel like it. <laughs> it's a game that I played last year. I played it actually. I've probably played about three or four times. And we're standing there. And I looked at Josh. I go, "You got to play this game." And he gave me that look. That. Nah. And I said, no, play it. And like within three minutes, he was like, this is great. It's a cool yeah. game. It's a, it's a 2D side-scroller, but or 2D platformer, but you have these moments where you can hit circle to go into cover, and it kind of skews the screen a little bit, so you can fire down in, in kind of that in the depth area, but you can't run into it or anything else. You can just fire into it. So you're firing into the background. Yeah, and and, then, and it's all procedurally uh, generated. Yeah, essentially. So, yeah. So if you if you well, if you listen th- to PS Nation, you know this. <laughs> if you go through, oh god, I'd like to inform you of a little game that came out a couple of years ago that did this called Shadow Complex. I know you didn't hear about it; cause it was on another system. Actually, I own Shadow Complex. I'm just giving you a heart. So fuck off. <laughs> it's so the 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 really. <laughs> Very abusive relationship. <laughs> I love you. Besides the the game mechanics, which are pretty unique in with that cover system and everything, and and the way the the whole screen uh, kind of spins. Yeah. Um. The the art 
style is is really cool. Very uh, Incredibles. It's, yeah, it's which the one of the guys yeah. uh, is from Pixar. Uh, one of the guys working on the game is from Pixar. That makes sense. Yeah, and you can see it in there. It's it's got a very fifties uh, sensibility to it. Yeah, uh, in a way, um, with the propaganda posters and the just the style of it in general. Absolutely. Um, and I noticed there were um, like dust flecks, like like bits of dust on the on the. Film print essentially as it, as it's going by. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's kind of got that fifties. It's kind of got that fifties CRT. Uh, like you're looking through a closed circuit television or something that affects mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Actually, has a couple little curves on the very edges and all that, and yeah. it's got this. I really wouldn't call it a flex of dust. I would just call it kind of noise. Mm-hmm. So yeah. because it's supposed to be lower resolution, that's had kind of the, the feel of like Rochard. Like that, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah. It was a little more grainy, though. I, well, I, I mean, like the gameplay, like the feel of actually playing it. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird now because there are a couple of different companies that have gotten that same kind of look. It's like that Half Life Two, not sorry, not Half Life Two. Um, <laughs> I was just saying, uh, oh. I was gonna say, uh, uh, um, uh, God, why the hell can I? The, 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 the they make the stupid fucking oh, Team Fortress Two. Team Fortress Two, that's the one I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Team Fortress Two, the Incredibles. Kind yeah. of look now that's been I'd, I'd replicated it over also, and over and over again. I've compared it to also Out of This World. I don't know why that. Yeah, yeah, that had that kind a little of bit weird, like primary colors sort of a look and feel. But the well, cool not feel, thing, but look. The cool thing is with that procedurally generated stuff is you know you could you could be working your way through a level and you die, and when you come back and you go into the room again, it's things are going to be in different places and it's it's going to be set up differently. So that almost sounds. Well, really at, at, well, Metroidvania, where the <laughs> castle changes all the time. I played that game. It's called Rogue, Rogue Legacy. Legacy. Yeah, but it's it adds, it, which is great on the Vita, like just conceptually by itself. It adds so much replayability to the game, you know, which is really cool. Um, cool. So, you know, it's set in this alternate fifties timeline, sort of with the. Kind of the Russians versus yeah. the Americans. Strange and, love sort of thing, yeah. 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 He actually brought that up. Yeah. Strange love, yeah. It's it's pretty fantastic. And and the other thing that I get to see that Glenn was like, What are you doing over there? Um, they have a mobile version of it for iOS. Uh, really? Which it's it's slightly stripped down. Um but it is essentially the same exact gameplay and everything. Uh, the it's all gesture based on the screen, and you can swipe and touch anywhere on the screen. That's cool. Uh, because that was their big thing. They didn't want to make virtual buttons. They didn't want to deal with any of that. Oh, I mean, yeah, it yeah. looks exactly the same. It looks <laughs> gorgeous, um, and it plays really well. Actually, I I he he was playing it for a little bit, and he's like, "You want to try it?" And I'm like, eh. "I was like, all right, I should try it." And I. I it it took me a little bit to get used to it because I was doing what everybody does. You know, you're trying to shoot a guy, and when I aimed, I'm trying to aim right on him, but then I can't see him because my finger is over his head. And then it dawned on me, you don't need to touch right there. You can touch anywhere on the screen and yeah. drag your finger around to aim and then tap again somewhere else on the screen to fire. So um, once I got the handle just got the hang of it it mm-hmm. it works you know and it works pretty well and if you own that and the playstation versions 
uh, it unlocks a lot of cool stuff on the PlayStation versions. Yeah. So uh, the other thing is it's it's cross buy and cross save. Yep. PS3, PS4, PS Vita, uh, and the cross save is being done with their own save. They're not using Sony's. Right. And it's all seamless. It's one of those ones we love. Yeah. Where you play the game, and when you finish the game, it just goes. And when you go pick up the other game, you can just pull it right down and go. Now, do you need PS Plus for that? Uh, for the cross-save? No, I don't think so, because it's their own save mechanic. Uh, cool. They're not using the, the Sony servers or anything, so I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's it's a fantastic game. I'm it's so cool excited. Game. I really I don't want to play it. I'm very excited. Well, I was like, eh. yeah, it was late, but I, I am really excited for that one. I know late is the hour, but can I mention one game real quick that was in the PlayStation booth that I that has sort of blown me away? Have you guys? Did you go see this today? Okay, then let me mention this just because we're going to talk about this on Game Crashes as well. But oh, have, here come I, the no, shameless no, plugs. No, 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 no. Well, well what, why the fuck do you think I come here? Come on. It's not because you two are so pretty. For the fucking um, love of it. Here's the thing. Everything Rob does is shameless. This he'll, is true. He'll give you the first 30 seconds, and for the rest, tune over to Game Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Download on, download on Spotify today. On Spotify. No, 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 no. I really want to mention this because this, this guy has sort of become Yeah, this like, guy deserves the, a the shout biggest, out. Like, the, the, the thing I want to take away from, from E3 is that this is the first time I feel like there are truly solo developers who are getting you know the attention like attention is being paid for like this is not an E3 thing this is this doesn't happen here and this guy is making a game called Axiom Verge Prove and it. it is a it is your Metroidvania inspired you know SNES oh, yeah. Yeah. game it's basically like and a, this if, is uh, one if Metroid and this. Contra were combined with like a bunch of other NES games like Bionic Commando is another one he threw out there just different games that you really enjoy and you know it, 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 it's very easy to say that, that, that you know a game that you spend 10 minutes with is a game that's fucking amazing and it's blown your mind but this is one guy making this game mm-hmm. and I want to play it and he's like he's going you know Sony saw this they wanted me here they put me in this but then he's like right across from Destiny if yeah. you want to talk about two polar opposites, and this not guy only... standing across from the Destiny booth mm-hmm. and... in in the Sony area, and he's just like happy as a clam to be there. And his game is also good. Yeah, yeah it's a really good. And I... that's that is one of the biggest things I'll take away from this E3 of just being like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I want to sing this guy's praises because it's a good game. It may it may not mm-hmm. be. I don't think it's coming out until 2015. That's, That's what he right. told me. We did an interview yeah, I mean, with again, him today. It's just the one guy making uh, it. Uh, the guy's been Thomas making yeah, it. He, but, he, but he's saying like he made the cards himself. Like his wife made the the stickers. It's like this is this is a solo devel- and it's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, no it's, shit. It's a dude. Yeah, but just, but that's st- that's stuff that I you know you, you usually see stuff like that at a Pax mm-hmm. East Pax Prime. I mean, it's that one was of those, one of my highlights of today. It's nice. one of those Spot things on. that I really loved the idea that at the time he developed it, the platform it's being released for wasn't an option. <laughs> like, he was literally building this on XNA and then moved it over to PS4 when PlayStation said that they wanted it. That's so exclusive. badass. That's that so great. Cool. And so it's Axiom Virtual. We, we, that's the first time we've gotten the name right today. 
We well, it's because you're reading that axiom oh, off the card. It's that axiom game. As soon as you put the card down, you won't be able I, to remember it. That's terrible. But just email it to me. All right, I'll sleep on it. Uh, yeah, so, so the banner's done. Yeah, since we've been going for four hours now. Yeah, <laughs> I was able to just totally not use the Scott Scott Rody interview. So I'm going to cut that section out. But we, I did an interview with Rody, and I'll include it later when we're not so fucking long winded. I want to give that man better uh, a better environment to be a part of. You think you're? Yeah. I was gonna say, what the fuck? You're just gonna get up and walk the fuck out? He's just dancing. You're taking these two back to their hotel. I'm not kidding. You're taking them back. They're only like seven minutes away. I don't know. Sorry. It's, a, <laughs> it's in the West Hollywood Hills. Yeah, what? They're literally seven minutes away. Uh, That's Sacramento. Well, no, I just want to make sure that we have on the podcast your uh, hotel and room number, also. Yes. <laughs> No oh, one gives I, a shit about us. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I dare your social security number, your tax ID, no, no, and I your, dare people to go to their motel. Yeah. <laughs> They'll turn around when they see it. <laughs> yeah. Unless you need to buy some meth. Uh, all right, God, my God, we got to finish this. Okay, so tomorrow, big day. We're going to be seeing Little Big Planet three. We're going to be seeing Bloodborne. We're going to be seeing War. Well, we got some stuff for War Thunder for VR. Uh, going to be playing some Drive Club multiplayer, Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. Deep Silver Booth, uh, Telltale Games, Ubisoft, EA, Sniper Elite 3, uh, Blast and Bunnies, Metrico, which is a fun game, uh, seeing Techland for Dying Light and something else, uh, The Witcher 3 we're seeing tomorrow, and then Sega for Alien Isolation. And uh, just to piss Revy off, Noah Hatsun Amiku 2 because the producer is going to be on stage with GameSpot. <laughs> and we got bumped. So... I'm seriously going to take a nap before I edit this son of a bitch. Yeah, because you have the, to wake up in a couple hours. Thanks so to the nap. crashing game guys for crashing our game crash. Yep. Thank you so much for having us over. Yeah, it's always awesome. a pleasure. I'm glad this worked Love out. You guys. You know, we had, out here and I was so games. mad because you guys are going to video games live tomorrow night instead of us video podcasting. Well, I think we can still do yeah, that. Yeah, we can still, we can still do that. I mean, uh, actually, we can't now. Ah, okay. What the hell else did you jam in your something, fucking crazy? Something came schedule. up and we have to go. So into your schedule hole. My schedule hole. This this oh my god, tomorrow is gonna be so brutal. Yeah, I mean the video games live it's at the Nokia Theater, so it's across the street and it's at eight. Yeah, so. well we have something right at six o'clock. So. Uh, and we kinda have to go. Alright. I will trust so. you. But yeah, we fuck you to. anyway. Yeah, no, exactly. fuck you. I but, love you. But no, all, seriously. Well, we could do it at Video Games Live if you want to get some tickets. Yeah, I love you, Boris. The, love you too, man. Love you, Rob. Gentlemen. Get the fuck out. Always right. a pleasure. <laughs> all right. Hey, to the PS Nation uh, audience out there, been great chatting with you. Might as well just plug your fucking site. Well, that's it's never thing. a chore when you're. I'm a just boy. here for the games. Like, I don't pick sides. What's the website? Gamecrashers.net. We also broadcast on Twitch TV at Twitch TV, twitch.tv backslash Gamecrashers, and you can find us on Twitter at, at Gamecrashers. Okay, that's way too much. Yeah, all of that's going to get edited out. Fuck yeah. I expect no less. From the <laughs> I'm going to put a Jody Watley song in, in your place. <laughs> put Burrell's happy. I'm impressed that I could come up with a Jody Watley. <laughs> Glenn, your nap, go home. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right, get out there, play some games, right. and talk to you soon, folks. I'm sure tomorrow will be just as long winded. Emra, thanks for staying awake after eating like at least 
40 metric pounds of food. All right. That's right. All right, gentlemen, where Michael, am I putting you? Great job today. Great job, both of you guys. Seriously, thank you so much. Thank you, And sir. everybody at home. Yeah, oh, my God. The writers are kicking so much ass. Nothing. Thank you guys so much. We got to buy Keith like a... Valium? Like, <laughs> <laughs> meth? I think his caps lock key keeps getting stuck. <laughs> Love you, Keith. All right, we're out of here. Bye. All right. Bye. Oh, God.